0: to be loved and to love this week on the podcast Gabrielle Zemmins tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow Hello and welcome to another episode of Teen Creeps, the podcast where we talk about YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent, and I'm here today with a very special guest co-host. This is outside of what she normally covers with me, Um, but she was telling me about this book, gave me a copy of this book to uh, borrow and read. I finally got around to reading it. I am so moved by it. And I was like, I need to talk to about it with my very special friend. And this book is about friendship. Mm-hmm. Podcaster Ryan Mogey is here. Hi,
1: Ryan. Hi, Kelly. I'm so excited to talk to someone about this book. Ever since I've read this book, I was like, I can't wait for Kelly to read it so we can talk about it. I know it is, it says some of the most beautiful things
0: about friendship.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I what a like rolling epic saga about these people. Mm-hmm. And like. I just felt like they were all so fully realized and every little bit about them was contextualized. Yes. What is Thank you so much for recommending this of book Lauren. It's like it is such a special book Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin.
1: Am I saying that right? I believe so. Zevin. I think it rhymes. what like it was seven. like tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow.
0: <laughs> so when did you first read this book? You read it a while ago. Uh,
1: last year. Mm-hmm. Um, It had gotten some advanced praise that I, I think it was Hank Green was talking about it. Oh my gosh. And I was like, it sounded interesting. Yeah. Friendship and video games. And so I ordered it from the local bookstore. And yeah. And
0: here we are. And here we
1: are. Okay, hold on.
0: I'm going to read The Inside Jacket really quick. Okay. On a bitter cold day in the December of his junior year at Harvard, Sam Maser exits a subway car and sees, amid the hordes of people waiting on the platform, Sadie Green. He calls her name. For a moment, she pretends she hasn't heard him, but then she turns, and a game begins. A legendary collaboration that will launch them to stardom. These friends, intimates since childhood, borrow money, beg favors, and before even graduating college, they have created their first blockbuster, Ichigo. Ichigo? Ichigo. Overnight, the world is theirs. Not even 25 years old, Sam and Sadie are brilliant, successful, and rich. But these qualities won't protect them from their own creative ambitions or the betrayals of their hearts. Spanning 30 years from Cambridge, Massachusetts to Venice Beach, California, and lands in between and far beyond. Gabrielle Zevin's Tomorrow, 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 is it? Oh, this is like praise. Is a dazzling and intricately (laughs) imagined novel that examines the multifarious nature of identity, disability, failure, the redemptive possibilities in play, and above all, our need to connect to be loved, and to love. Yes, it is a love story, but it is not one you've read before. It is not one I've read before.
1: No, it isn't. It's about friendship, platonic love. It is
0: about platonic love, and it. it I love, too, that this book, you think it's just gonna be about Sadie and Sam, but right. it's about so much more. It's mm-hmm. about Marx, and it's about um, also, like, those two... Ant and... Yeah, Ant and... Uh, Stephen? And what? Is it Stephen? Stephen...
1: Stephen and Aunt, husband. yeah. I reread this last night, and I'm not
0: remembering. <laughs> for some reason I was thinking Dave, but it's definitely not Dave. It's like Aunt. He speaks German a lot. Yes, Simon. Simon. Simon and Aunt. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I mean, where to even begin? I, you guys need to read this book. Yeah, I highly recommend this book. It's a great read. It's so. It's emotional. Very emotional. It did not
1: help the depressive state that I was in. Yeah, no. One of the characters has like severe depression.
0: Yes. And it's relatable. Yeah. When, when you're like very depressed, <laughs> like like I felt like too that this book was written from such a place of understanding identity mm-hmm. and understanding all of these different parts of these different people. Yeah. Like I do not doubt that there is a part of this author in every single one of these characters mm-hmm. because they felt so lived in
1: yes and they're not perfect like they make mistakes they make yes. mistakes and you're like ah you get so frustrated with them
0: i know uh, they are get i feel like sam does a lot of shit where i'm like sam
1: and will and there's like a piece and we'll get to it but like there's a there's a period in their relationship where sadie just needs to tell sam what she's thinking and feeling, she won't and she won't i know she's like oh i'll just be distant from him now and it's like no
0: yeah I know.
1: He's your best friend and your co-worker and your collaborator. Yeah. Like, no, you can't, you can't just like be like, oh, I'm not really talking to Sam anymore. Yeah. When she, when she, that moment when she like has this
0: epiphany.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or that she thinks is an epiphany. She thinks, which that's the other thing that I like about this book is that it could go either, maybe, yeah. maybe not. But to her, it is an epiphany. Yeah. And
1: she's like, well, I'm never gonna uh, talk to him again. Which is in some ways it mirrors what he does to her mm-hmm. in their childhood but like it, that was never a good move that he made. No. Like that was never an admirable or a like, no they lost so many years. I know. I know. <laughs> and it's
0: so interesting too. I love how this book chooses to re- reveal information mm-hmm. because when we first meet these characters, we're in Sam's head. He's like I love that we don't know about his disability yet. Yeah. I love that we don't know, cause he's so close to the chest. We, even when we're in his head, mm-hmm. he is in denial about his pain. He's in right. denial about his condition. Um, and also he's in denial about, like he doesn't fully revisit thoughts that hurt him. Yes. And he sees Sadie. And what we know now is like, God, that it was such a like tragic, like turn of events that yes. led them to not speak to each other. But we don't even know that they were close. We don't even know they were best friends. He's like, oh yeah, like we ran in the same circles because of like gifted kid stuff. Yeah,
1: haven't seen her since the gifted kid circuit.
0: In LA, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I guess I'll say hi to her. Oh, we have this like inside joke. And when he said the inside joke thing, I was like, Sam, I think you're closer than you're saying.
1: Exactly. And then it turns out they were very best best, friends. Yes, they were like, they're like soulmate best friends.
0: 647 hours best friends. (laughs) Ugh. And I loved, too, uh, I loved when we were in, like, little Sadie's head. Yeah. And her reasoning for, like, okay, blah, 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 let's back up. Okay. So, okay, Sam is uh, in college at Harvard. Harvard, yeah. And he's uh, on the way to his subway stop. He sees everyone gawking over this, like, magic eye thing. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, fuck, these things don't ever work.
1: Yeah, he's like, I- my glasses are too bad. There's no way I can Yeah,
0: okay. and he's like, these are dumb. And then he sees a familiar face. Yes. And he's like, oh my God, that's Sadie Green.
1: Yeah. And, and he, he knows she's at MIT. So he's like, it's kind of weird that we never ran into each other before, but
0: now I finally know. junior
1: year, we're running into each other.
0: I know. And that's another funny thing too, where he's like, oh, it's crazy that we never ran into each other. And it's like, but you knew she was at MIT. Yeah. Or, and you I mean, were like
1: looking for her everywhere. Yes. for Like years. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, Sam. Okay, Sam. And um, he's like, He also, the way he hints too, where he's like, Oh, I didn't have a warm enough jacket. So I like said that I liked this jacket of my roommate's and he let me have it. Mm -hmm. And because I know that he'll like let me, like he'll give it to me because he's nice. And then we learn that like Marx is literally like taking care of him. And that's the other thing too is like the friendship between Marx and him. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay.
1: So he sees Sadie, he sees Sadie. And he yells out her name. She ignores. And then he yells out, Sadie Green, you died of dysentery, mm-hmm. which is a Oregon Trail reference. Mm-hmm. And then she can't ignore him anymore. Because then we find out from her perspective, she heard him the first time. She did. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I'm just not going to. I don't know if I want to engage with this.
0: Yeah. Because she's also like mentally not in a good place. She's got
1: She's got a lot going on.
0: A lot. We learn later. That's what I love too. It's like so many things like we see one side of it. Yes. And then we learn so much more. And we're like, oh my God. Yeah. Even little things like we'll get to it. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So, so he's like, you have dysentery. She's like, yeah. oh, hi, Sam. And he's like, wow, like no time has passed. Blah, blah, blah. She yes. just looks exactly the same. And um, that's right. She's like, oh my boy. He's like, why are you here? Like this is yeah. like far from. MIT. M I T. And she's like, oh, my boyfriend lives around here. And he can tell she doesn't want to talk about it. Right. So he doesn't bring it up. And then she's like, I gotta go to class. Uh, but first, like, let's do this magic eye thing together. Yeah. And
1: he's like, I refuse.
0: And she's like, just do it.
1: And he's like, nah, I'm not gonna I can't do it. She, I, or really he's like, he won't do it, but really he thinks he can't. Yeah. Which is so it's, su- it's such a good su- it's such a Sam thing. It's, it's such, such a Sam thing to be like, I'm not gonna play this game because I don't think I can do it.
0: Yep. Because I, and we learn later that he has serious trouble putting himself somewhere where he's not sure, yes. 100% sure that he will be welcomed. Right. He does not, he is not risky.
1: He, he does, does not th- take emotional risks at all. At
0: all. And I love that this moment is so emblematic of their relationship, mm-hmm. of how he is, of how she is, because she's like, just do it. Yeah. And so he just pretends.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I see it.
0: She's like, "Oh yeah, what is it?" He's like, "You know, it's a thing." And She's like, "Okay," and she knows he's lying. He yes. knows she knows she's lying, but they don't push each other on. No, it. which again, that's like that's, that's them. That's them. So she's like, "All right, I gotta go to class because I'm gonna get kicked out. I haven't done any of the reading, blah blah." And she's like, "Oh, by the way, do you game?"
2: Mm-hmm. And he's you like, "Still
0: game? Do you still game?" Because they used to. We learn later they used yes. to game together. And he's like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Oh, here's my here's my game."
1: Yeah, check it out check if it you out. have a chance. Whatever. My my number's on my, my email's on here.
0: And he's like, okay.
1: It's in the readme file. It's in the
0: readme file. And he's like, okay. And then brings it home and does not play it. No. He can't bring himself to play. He's putting it off because he's like, well, now I'm motivated to do my thing for school.
1: Cause yeah. Because I don't Which like he's math. A, and he's a math major, but he doesn't really he's not he's good at math, but he's not passionate about
0: it. Right. His professor tells him that and he's like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's pretty true. Um, and he's like he has it at home and his roommate Marks sees it and is like, Oh, what is that? And yeah. he's like, Oh, my friend made a game. And he's like, Oh, let's play it. Yeah. And they meant to just sit and play for an hour. They play the whole game. Yeah. It's called solution.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Dude, the games they made in this thing sounded so I cool. I wanted to
1: play them all. I wanted to play oh my all God, of the, these games. Oh the Christopher Marlowe uh, is, murder mystery oh, one i was like that's so ryan i would play, I would the play it too that the game, game
0: i was like make that game real please yes. and like all the spin-offs and like all this yeah. shit like i was like get me in that game yes um so they play it and <laughs> marx is like and i like this too thinks that a guy made the game yeah of course because it's just not out of meanness well, and also
1: we haven't talked about that this is a period piece 97 is when yeah they're we're first setting when up. When we're first setting up. So like, this is, it's 1997. There are no female video Maybe games. Maybe it's like 95 do. or something. It's yeah, early 90s. It's nin- mid 90s. It's not like, the world of video games is definitely a men's yes. arena. Yes. So I think, so it's not, so you kind of blame Marx, but you kind of are like, he he's a person living in that time. Also, I think for Marx to imagine that Sam has a female friend. No way. No way.
0: No way. Because
1: Marx already knows that Sam, we find this out, but like, Sam has one friend. It's Marks. Yes. <laughs> Sam this Sam is not like, yeah. does not have like female friends from school no. that he talks to. No. He is. Yeah. I think it's even to a point where like Marks is
0: like, what is this? And he's like, my friend made it. And he's like, huh? <laughs> a f- a a what? What? <laughs> what is this word coming out of your mouth? <laughs> um. So, uh, uh. you mean your grandpa made it? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Bong and Dong?
1: Bong and Dong made it. <laughs> <laughs> the only other people i've ever seen you talk to <laughs> they didn't mention it when i talked to them on the phone <laughs> um
0: which bong and dong i know they're so great them. um so oh and then we get to be in his mom's mind for a little I bit now Lee, mm-hmm.
1: that whole thing okay yeah there's so, so much good stuff like there- i honestly like i'm glad you're listening to this episode yeah but go read the book go read the book and then come back and listen because we are like there's just there's there's so much good stuff so much and we're gonna miss something yeah we this is not a substitute for reading the book read the book read
0: the book okay so then sam is like uh he's like damn okay or no so then marx is like i think your friend is a genius also
1: by the way the oh we don't know what the game is yet it's just solution. It's just solution. Okay. So we don't know yet. Because what the game is, is a whole nother layer to like understanding Sadie. and understanding. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: And it, that game is great. I love that idea. <sighs> it's I intense. I it's bleak. It's bleak. But I do. I love stuff that's like, it's you. Yeah. Like, I love that.
1: Well, so. and I think it has something really interesting to say that Sadie, because of her grandmother, has like the position to say. Because mm-hmm. there's also a, a undercurrent, and we haven't even gotten to it yet. There's so much in this book. But there's also this undercurrent of, like, what is appropriate in terms of cultural appropriation. Yeah. And solution, while there are people in Sadie's class who find it distasteful and it is <laughs> <laughs> unpleasant, it, it is isn't appropriation. It's her family story. Like, yeah. it's about what happened to her family. Anyway. Yeah. It
0: was that. I also liked that character, too. Yeah. Like, I didn't like her, but, like.
1: The girl in her class. Yeah. Hannah, I believe. Which then, did you notice that Hannah comes back? Yes, I did notice yeah. that Hannah comes back. Uh, wait, how does she come back again? She hires um, Sadie to do like interactive fiction stuff.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Because she says this one girl who was in my class, and the only girl in her gaming class was Hannah. Good eye. I don't know if I caught it the first time I read it, but I noticed it this time. Okay. Like, ah! Hannah. Because it was like, there's no other girls. There's no other girl. I mean, there's us. hardly any other girls at MIT, which right. is a whole nother thing. Yeah, but, but it was like
0: 1 in 10. Yeah. And then in her class there's one other girl in her class. Yeah. Um so after that we hang out with Sadie for a little bit, right? Or no. Or do we
1: go back in time?
0: We go back in time to when they first met.
1: To when they first met. When they're they're 11 years old, 11 and 12 years sick old sick kids. Is that sick section? kids? And Sadie's sister has cancer. Mm-hmm. has pediatric cancer. And so Sadie is trying to be a good sister, but also and this, I really liked this too. Like, me too. She's trying to be a good sister, but she's in, she's a kid. She has selfish impulses and she doesn't really understand her sister and she wants to be there for her, but like sometimes her sister's irrational and she doesn't know what to do with that. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't have the adult mind to like take that irrationality and rationalize and like justify yeah. it, like make it make sense. It just seems like her sister sometimes acts crazy and she doesn't know why. Yeah. Also, she's on top of that, not
0: a very socially savvy kid. Oh, no. Because, like, the, her sister, like, <laughs> freaks out at her and is, like, this
1: is why you don't have friends. And she's like, okay, it's true. I don't have friends. <laughs> you're right. I don't have friends, but I don't know why you're bringing that up now. Yeah. I just said you would look good in a beret.
0: <laughs> and She's like, people don't wear those in L.A., you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, that's the thing. It's like, not only is she unable to understand her sister's irrational behavior, yeah. her own sister, right, is also a child.
1: Yeah, Cannot exactly.
0: understand her own irrational right. behavior. So
1: it's like this whole... So essentially she gets kicked out of the hospital room and yeah. one of the nurses takes pity on her. It's like, you know, there's a little, there's a room with like games in it, like a Nintendo. You could go play that. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go check it out. So she goes to the Nintendo room and there's already someone there. Ugh, and oh. he's playing on the console. This boy who's essentially made up of circles. He's got yeah. a round face and round glasses yeah. and round hair.
0: Yeah. And she, yeah, she's like, he would be all circles if he were shapes <laughs> um, or she, oh, right. Cause she's like. In my drawing class, we learned to, like, use shapes to draw people and, like, he would be all circles. Yeah.
1: I thought it was so cute. That was
0: really cute. And his foot is in a very intense cast. Yes. Like, pins and stuff all over. It's not even a cast. It's like, yes. It's, like, nails. Yes. And he's playing Super Mario. hmm And he's very good. Very good. And she likes playing, but she also, and she she's like, you know what? He's really good. I'm going to watch. Because yeah. she enjoys watching as well. hmm and he does a little thing where he like makes Mario land on the little pole at the end. At
1: the top of the pole. Yeah. Cause that's Because you can always land at the bottom of the pole.
0: Right. But on the very top. The top,
1: that's the big, that's what you got to do.
0: Yeah. And she's like, whoa, that's cool. And he's like, um, oh, well, like you could play if you want. And she's like, "No, oh, you're pretty good. I'll keep watching. And then eventually she plays and he's like, oh, you're pretty good too. And she's like, yeah. Um, It just felt so much like kids talking too. Yeah. And she's just like, yeah, we, um, what did she say? She's like, that she usually plays other games or something like that. And then she asks him like, how can you do that? Jump on the pole. And what does he say? He's like, run. And then when you think it's too late, jump. And I felt like that is Mm -hmm. like such a metaphor for trying to make it in a creative field trying to make it in game design, particularly Mm -hmm. in this time. Like they later in the book are like, we did this at the perfect time. Right. They really did. Which is true. Yeah. Because if they were to try to make a game now, it would be one in a million on steam. Yep. Maybe get some, someone talking about it on IGN or Kotaku or yeah. whatever, but not be immediately game giants.
1: Right. They are able to, and we are jumping ahead, but like they are able to write their own ticket and do creatively whatever they want to do. What, they be instantly become the boss. Yes. Which that, yeah, that was like the right time mm-hmm. for that. I, in most established creative fields, you can't do that. No. No. I was like, I don't even know you could do that in podcasting now. Oh, you definitely cannot do it. In I like, I feel like there was a time. Oh yeah, where you could become the big fish. But now microphones
0: are so cheap. Yeah, and it's so cheap to make. It's so easy to make a podcast mm-hmm. that, like, literally, I truly think that like eighty percent of podcasts that exist should not, or not that they should. Uh, not that I would like do the snap on. Them. I was gonna
1: say because I think you would snap away some of my podcasts. I mean, and I, I enjoy would snap doing that.
0: Possibly Teen Creeps. <laughs> I, I am, I am saying like. Like I'm saying that like some this is gonna hmm sound mean. I would not snap away any of your podcasts. Thank you. Because this is the thing. It's like podcasts that I'm like, I'll see like a little video of them or yeah. like whatever, or I'll hear them somehow. And I will be like, these people, oh, this is gonna sound mean. Have no business putting their thoughts into the world <laughs> because they have nothing interesting to say. They have no specific point of view. Yeah. They don't have any personality. They don't have anything special to say oh my goodness it's gonna sound so mean but there are just a lot of people that are like yeah you know like like i don't know like some like hustle core podcast or whatever like i'm like what are you contributing really right like all you're doing you're not creating art even in the sense of like commentary or anything like that
1: for me it's the people who and i don't think it's a huge percentage of people but the people who do like i read a book let me I'm sorry. Teen creeps. (laughs) Teen creeps. I read a book. Let me talk to you about it. I don't mean that. I mean like I read a book about how to build habits. Yeah. And I'm going to give you like the cliff notes of how to build habits. Yeah. I'm not going to talk to someone else about it. No. I'm not going to riff on it. I'm not going to create, like you said, build my own things in the world. I'm just going to take things that already exist and then repeat them back to you. Yes. I know exactly what you mean.
0: Like any of those that are just like, I I don't know, like self-help or whatever, what, yeah. whatever thing. And it's truly like, I don't know anything about you. You didn't do any, like, it's not, because there are like purely informative podcasts sure. where someone has done.
1: Oh, a ton of research. Mountains of, of research. it. it. And, like, uh, I love, um you must remember this. Yeah. I love the, it's the research like, she does is amazing. Sure.
0: But like people that are exactly that, like um, I found out how to optimize your day um, by reading this book and it's to do these 10 steps. And
1: here are the 10 steps. And here steps. are the 10
0: steps. And that's it.
1: Yeah.
0: Or like Hilaria's podcast. <laughs> I don't even know what it's about. She's it's like talking about how like women are not supporting women or something. Oh, no. And I'm like, girl, you need to maybe, <laughs> maybe like stop. Stop. Just stop being in the spotlight for like a mo. You
1: don't need to. She, she doesn't have to be famous. She has like six kids. Nine. Nine kids. Seven. Something Seven? like that. An odd number. I know. Okay. She's got an odd number of children. Do you she know she's 39? That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh my God. But like she can, and this is a separate issue, separate from the like, why are you putting things out into the world if you have nothing to say? But like, there's a real part of me and this happens when I'm watching Succession too. Okay. If you are a certain level rich. Just be rich. Just be rich. You could ha- have your hobbies. Yeah. Write your novel. Sure. And put it in a drawer. Uh, paint pictures. Are you pictures, thinking of Connor? I'm thinking of Connor. I'm thinking <laughs> of. I'm thinking of all of yeah. all of those children. Yeah, should just shut their mouths yeah. and just be rich and be ri- go have a a great life. I literally have so I have this friend
0: and I don't think well I will I'll keep her nameless. Okay. Um, but I have this friend. Um, you don't know her. Mm-hmm. Um, who I so massively respect because she yes. has openly said she's like God. If I could have no career, I'd have no career. Yeah, she's like I have no professional aspirations. She's like, I just want to do like the things I want to do. Yep. And I was like, honestly, like, mad props to you for like knowing that about yourself, right. like having the like wherewithal to be like, oh, I don't want to do any of that shit, right? And like, I just want to do like, I honestly don't really know what she wants to do, like bake bread. And- yeah, like little projects. Yeah. She just wants to do those a garden. Exactly. So her goal is to make money mm-hmm. until she can just do that. Yeah. And I, I think there, cause I think there are people, cause she does not have any kind of ego really yeah. at all. But there are people that have this ego where they're like, well, I need to matter and I need to like have a name. I need to like be this person known for this thing. Right. Instead of just being like anonymously rich.
1: Or like, um, and I think it's a Coke daughter, but it's someone of that ilk. Okay. okay. A rich, a daughter An of heiress. a rich person. Okay. An heiress. Who recently, and it was kind of a little kerfuffle, <laughs> recently opened a bookstore in Pacific Pal I think the Pacific Palisades. Really? In the Palisades? I think so. Like she's a New York person, but she opened an LA bookstore. Okay. And the LA Times wrote this glowing review of like how special it is and how how she's gonna have like podcast tapings from the thing okay. and like publicizing her. And then it was like, well, there's also like BIPOC owned yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of like there's a lot of bookstores that you could be highlighting yeah 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 that talk about all kinds of things that are not not just like some rich white lady but also some rich white lady from new york like some rich white
0: lady from new york with a place in the palisades yeah like it's like levels 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 levels.
1: but i if she's just a rich lady who wants to open a bookstore that's my dream too yeah open the bookstore yeah
0: just don't hire the publicist you don't need to have a fucking press release but About I get why you do. I get what you yeah. think.
1: But like. Well, because
0: someone she knows is saying like, well, you know, you have to do this, right? Right. Because the PR person wants to get paid.
1: But honestly, just just open the, quietly open the bookstore yeah. and bankroll the bookstore. Yeah. Have it be the best fucking bookstore. Oh, on, my God. On the West Side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep it on the West Side. Yeah. Well, Don't threaten any of our yeah, bookstores. Yeah. Come
0: on. But like it. I know what you mean. It's like, just have the thing. Yeah. Try to have this like. But it can never be just that. Yeah. It has to be well I need a thing Mm -hmm. I need a thing that's recognized by other people that's mine like that's
1: me yeah when you can't just be you whereas I guess maybe it's and I grew up middle class and now I'm holding on to the lower rungs of middle class (laughs) in my adulthood and like maybe it's just I feel like like save some save some fame for the rest like fame is how the rest of us beat capitalism yeah if you already won capitalism yeah you need fame too yeah no yeah Save the fame yeah. for the rest of us.
0: Yeah, because like we need that to then get paid. To live. To live. <laughs> Whereas like you already have the living part. Yeah. You can go do whatever the fuck you want. Or literally like, just give me a fucking million dollars dog. You have so much money. Yeah, I money. would love
1: to be a philanthropist. Ugh. Like endowing yeah. arts. Like what is the like, What is it the, they call Doing it in like, the Renaissance? Like oh, a patron. Oh, oh, uh, yes, patrons. I would love to be a patron. Oh my God, dream. Just take meetings with people pitching me their wonderful ideas and just greenlighting them all yeah. day. Yeah. Ugh, what a life. And being so wealthy that mm-hmm. you don't
0: have to worry about any profit or ROI no. or anything like that. It's just like, oh, I think that what you're doing is really lovely and interesting and I'd love yeah. to see more.
1: I want this to exist in the world.
0: Exactly. Because the world will be better with it. Yeah. Ugh.
1: That's the real dream.
0: That is the dream. Um,
1: But how... Did we get to hear? We got there from talking out this. They, the video game that Sadie and Sam eventually make is made at exactly the right time. They were born at the right time to get a certain level of fame before the market, the market right now for indie games is like so glutted.
0: Yes. That it would be
1: very hard to to make the same moves.
0: And it's really interesting in that, even though they still have to make concessions, Mm -hmm. or rather, Sadie, it turns out, has to make concessions. And I did. I have been Sadie before. Yeah, in a pro like where you're in a project and you're like, "Fuck, my voice is not fucking being heard." Yeah, and I keep saying it's not being heard, and nobody's listening. So just to get it to go, I'm just gonna concede again, yeah. and I'll just concede and concede, and I can't keep fucking doing that. Right. Um, and it sucks. That feeling does suck, and that I related to so hard. Um, so basically, they make Ichigo. Which I was like, I would love to play that game. Yes,
1: it, it sounds beautiful, stunning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh wait, but do we first find out about Dove? Oh my god! Yeah,
2: we find out about
1: Dove because then we go back to what's up with Sadie lately, and Sadie, <laughs> what's up with Sadie lately? She, well, we haven't gotten to the betrayal. Oh right. Okay. okay, so they have this lovely uh day in the in the game room together, and afterwards. Sadie, the nurse asks her, and Sadie was like, Yeah, there was a boy in there, but we just chat, we just talked and we played together. And she's like, You played with that boy? Like, really? And Sadie's like, Yeah, we just played. Um, and the lady's like, Uh, he talked to you? And she's like, Yeah, he, we talked. And was, she thinks she's in trouble. And she's like, I did did I do something wrong? And the nurse is like, No. And then the nurse talks to her mom. And then she really thinks she's in trouble. (laughs) And then (laughs) then her mom's like, I have to talk to you. And she's like, wow, I'm really, really in trouble. So it turns out Sam's been going through a rough time and they think it's really good for Sam to have someone to talk to. Um, And meanwhile, it's right before her bat mitzvah. So um, Sadie has to do a community service project anyway for her bat mitzvah. So they're like, you could do the hours that you spend with Sam could count towards your volunteer hours. And Sadie at the first doesn't even think Sideways about it. Nope. She's just like, sure. This, I have fun playing with this boy and it'll get me my hours. She ends up logging 690 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and the longer it goes on, and she becomes, they become very close. They play games with each other all afternoon. Um, they get to know each other's families. Like, they become best, best friends. Um, and then Sam finds out that she's been getting community service hours for hanging out with him. Yeah. And also she
0: knows that it's a little shady after a while. Yeah.
1: She, she starts to feel it. Cause Cause she doesn't tell him. If she, she doesn't if she tell him. she didn't think it was shady, she would have said something to him during those 600 600- yeah. hours.
0: And especially because people kind of start saying like her oh, grandmother. Yeah. Her grandmother is
1: like, it's not very nice to. Yeah. Is he your friend or is he of community service? Yeah. And she's is like. Is he charity? Or is he your friend? Oh yeah,
0: and then the grandma says, friends don't do charity for each yeah. other. And she's like, hmm, interesting. I'm not gonna address that. And no. I'm gonna just not say anything I'll him. remember the rest of my life that you had this conversation with me. Yes. Oh. It will haunt me later. <laughs> um, and I did like too that Sadie in her head is like, well, but I like the praise that I'm getting. She's loving it. She gets an award. She gets an award. She gets a little glass heart mm-hmm. for doing the most community service ever at the, yeah. at like shul or whatever. Yeah. and." She's like, she's like, ah, uh, I know it's like maybe not that nice, but it feels so good to tell everyone's telling me I'm so nice and I'm doing yeah. such a good job and I'm getting my little form filled out. Mm-hmm. And the moment that he finds out about it, it's because her sister tells him mm-hmm. and she thinks it's because her sister's jealous.
1: It might be. Which it
0: might be. Um, And she's also like, she wouldn't even admit it at first too. He's yeah. like, why did your sister say timesheet? And she's like, oh, you know, like people at the hospital. He's you like, gotta log it. you gotta clock in and clock out to go to the hospital. And he's like, no one else is carrying around timesheets. And she's like, um, yeah, I, don't, I have to go. And then later he calls her on it and he's like, timesheet, like, yeah. Wh- what am I to you? Is yeah. this, this, it's a project? And she, in her head, she, like, I love that it's like, well, then she was like trying to put it in ways that he would understand. So she's yeah. like, oh, it was like a game I was getting. And he was like, what? and then he stopped talking to her
1: yeah well, first he calls her a c-word oh yeah he just calls her a cunt <laughs> and he doesn't know what it means he's just no, only he's ever just heard so someone full of say it. he doesn't know what to say he thinks of the worst thing he could say and he, that's what he says because
0: he had overheard his mother calling someone that years yeah. ago and he was like that sounded really
1: mean so, so like I'm gonna how can to be it. as mean as possible to Sadie right now so that's what he says to her and she doesn't know what it means either she doesn't know and then she still invites him to her bat mitzvah I know and then her, his grandparents are like, which he lives with his grandparents, um, and his grandparents are like, well, you have to respond to this invitation, um, and his grandmother responds that he's gonna go, and he makes her a little map of the United, of Los Angeles, like, but like a maze, like hand draws this mm-hmm. intricate on the back maze. of her invitation, on the back of her invitation, and so his grandmother takes it as a gift and gives it to Sadie, yeah, when because- he refuses to go to the <laughs> event, and his grandpa's like.
0: I think it was wrong that your mom or that your grandmother RSVP'd you. Um, but you probably have to go because now <laughs> she's expecting you to go. And he's like, I don't care. I'm not going to go. We also learned that his foot is messed up from a horrific car accident. Yes. And it's required many surgeries and he's in pain.
1: Yes. And I think we find out at this point that he was, he did not speak from the time he had the accident yes. until he met Sadie.
0: Yes. And the nurse is like, dang, that's wild. Cause he was not talking. Yeah. And now he's talking to you nonstop. Um, So he's like decided I'm never going to talk to this girl again. That was the ultimate betrayal. They're going to see each other like ancillarily at little science fair things. Yeah. And then the next time they have meaningful contact is at that subway station. Yeah.
1: And so he emails her like a few times to say, I love the game. We should talk. I'd love to talk to you about the game. I I have thoughts about the game. He has like feedback for her. And she never responds. Mm hmm. And he's like, I want to make a game with her.
0: Yeah. And it won't, He it can't let go yeah. of that thought. He's like, ah, I need to make a game with this person. Like, this is such a genius piece of work. I need to collaborate with this person. Yes. Um, And she's still not responding. No. So then he asks Marks what he should do. Yeah. Or no, he goes over to her house. Yeah. And she looks horrible. Hor- she's so pale. Mm-hmm. She's like unshowered. She smells yeah. bad. Her clothes are stained. Um and he she's just like, go away, I need sleep. And he's like, okay. But he sees a little thing on her desk, and it's the uh, Emily Dickinson mm-hmm.
1: game, isn't it? Well, yes, he also sees the maze he made her.
0: Yes, that's she right. she has the
1: maze he made her framed in a, in her MIT apartment. But then, yes, he sees the Emily game, and he steals it. Mm-hmm. um And he plays it, mm-hmm. and he likes it. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back, but he keeps coming back. That's kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. She's she's going through this like horrible depression and he just keeps showing up. He shits this up and re- he reads with her. He, and this like, is due to
0: Marx's Yeah, advice. Marx is like,
1: you just show up. That's what friends do. You just keep showing up. And he's
0: like, but what if, he's like, I don't like going places where like I'm not wanted. And Marx is like, yeah, I don't know. You just go. And yeah. if it's not getting any better, you probably have to call her parents. Yep. And he's like, ooh, I don't want to do that. No. And one day she does seem to get a little better. Mm-hmm. It takes a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But he's there every day. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I have to like go to class uh, eventually. And he's like, oh, so you're saying like you don't want me to come over anymore? And she's like, no, <laughs> I'm saying I don't want you to miss me while I'm gone. Right. So like let's hang out when I'm coming let's back. Let's make a plan to see each other. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's such a dupe. <laughs> I know.
0: Um, So they make plans.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they are brainstorming all Fariki night. Yeah, they can't. They, once they, once he's like, let's make a game, they start talking about ideas for games. And the plan is it's the summer between their junior and senior year, and they're going to spend it working on a game. Instead of doing like an internship somewhere, they're going to make a game together. Mm-hmm. And she has kind of the programming background. Um, and he is more of the, uh, he has the drawing skills. Mm-hmm. So those yeah. together.
0: And like both of them are bringing kind of like the story and humanity Mm -hmm. and like character to life. Yes. So it ends up being this game called Ichigo, which is like, you start off the game in a storm. Oh, and Marx is gonna produce the game.
1: Yes, partially because they're using Marx's apartment.
0: Yes, they're living there. They're living
1: in Marx's apartment. Yeah. So
0: And Marx is like
1: supposed to go, what was he supposed to be like out of town, but then it
0: like gets fucked up. It doesn't work out, yeah. So then he comes back. And he's helping them. He like, mm-hmm. he really, he's a good producer. Yeah, He keeps them fed. Mm-hmm. He gets them the shit they need to like yep. make it. He helps them name the game. He like also like, he also brings, helps them bring a little bit more humanity to the yeah. game Um, because he's very arty. He's like an actor. Yeah. Um. So he, they like decide to, make this game together and also to like create a game company. Basically, yes. Um Called Unfair Games. Mm-hmm. And of course, it ends up taking way longer than
1: Summer yeah. to make this game. So then. So I think at this point, and I know we're, we're, this might be too much detail, but we. No, we it's have necessary. Get, it's necessary. We to do the Sadie parts of things. Yeah, so now we have to figure out
0: why was Sadie the way she was.
1: So Sadie is taking this advanced games class and the, the teacher of the class is a game designer named Dove, mm-hmm. who is impressed with Sadie's work mm-hmm. and shows her special attention mm-hmm. and then very soon starts sleeping with her mm-hmm. and has a, he has a wife and child in, in Israel. Israel, but he's enjoying, and he's also in his late thirties. So yeah. And she's 19. She's 19. um, So he's. In modern parlance, we'd call him a creep. Yes, major, major
0: creep. Definitely grooming her. Definitely using his like position of power. Oh, really? Inappropriately and uh, perception of his genius and like all of that to sleep with her. Yeah, and it's not to deny that he does think she's a genius, and he, he does. does. He, he picks
1: it, the most talented girl in his class to sleep with. But like, I mean, he's not going to sleep
0: with that <laughs> dog I'm sorry, Hannah. Sorry, Sorry, Hannah, you are too boring to be groomed.
1: <laughs> like, um, yeah. So they're sleeping together for a while. And then he says, I'm going to go back to my wife.
0: Yep. And she's like, wow, I'm learning you have a wife. And the thing is, she knew deep she down. She knew somewhere. Because in- she had yeah. seen his biography. And it said that he had a wife and child. And she just knew, but like was ignoring those parts. And also he, he was so charismatic and like, held so much power and mm. was like showering her with praise while being very withholding about praise yeah. but also being really shitty to her. Yeah. Um, and kind of just like making her be his little like live at home girlfriend. Yes. Because she stops working on her own shit. Yeah. And then works on his. hmm And he's like like kind of demeaning to her ideas. Yeah. And, but also respects them sometimes.
1: Yeah. But he's also very and this is more of his per- professorial role but like he has very specific ideas about things yes like this is how a game should look this is a crutch this is good work everyone should use their own game engine like all these things
0: shooters suck
1: yeah (laughs) which
0: (laughs) which like i mean i think there are good shooters out there but i think there are a lot of shitty shooters out there um and just like like saying like shooters can never be good yeah or like things like that like whatever um but also like you're such a genius. You're such a genius. Yeah. You can do better than this. I'm only saying this because I can push you. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. Ugh. Um, and that's the annoying part about groomers. Right. Yeah. It's that he does help her. Right. He does help her career. And she has to keep it private too mm-hmm. because she knows that if you are seen as someone who fucks someone powerful. Yeah. Then even if you are talented, that's all they'll see. Totally. And so she doesn't say anything. And I, I just I loved that she is someone she's not. She is cognizant of the, quote, mistakes that she's making. Yeah. And she knows, ah, you know what? This is going to be seen as really bad, but yep. I can't
1: stop doing it because I am addicted to th- what this person does to me. Totally. Um. Well, and she has ambitions. Yeah. So it's not just like she's addicted to what he does for her, but like the things, he's unlocking doors for her. And yeah. that, that continues into the Inchigo situation because she hits a wall with, Uh, developing the game engine and she realizes that what she needs is his game engine Yeah,
0: from his game. So she is having trouble doing the opening cutscene which Mm -hmm. needs to be perfect. It needs to be this very specific feel of um, a storm Mm -hmm. because the whole story with Ichigo is that he's a little child or they are a little child, right? They wanted to make it a genderless character. Mm -hmm. This little child that's wearing their father's jersey and um, they're separated from their family because of the storm and they have to make their way home. Yeah. So the storm is like the tone for the whole game. So it yeah. needs to be perfect and huge and she can't get it right. And uh, Sam is like, well, I know that like you keep saying we have to use our own game engines. And in his head, he's like, I know she's parroting that from someone. Yeah. Which you you can always tell when someone's parroting something yeah, yeah. from someone. Um, and so he's like, well, but like this game, Dead Sea
1: is yeah. like
0: just staring into your eyes.
1: And like kind of purring. So I'm loving it. Oh. Loving it. We're friends. Uh, yeah. So uh, Marks and Sam play Dead Sea. And they're like, well, this game engine is really good. Didn't you say that he was your professor?
0: Yeah. And they don't have reason to know necessarily at this point right. that she has anything other than a teacher-student relationship with him. So, so she's like, oh, so you're saying that I should like, Go talk to him about it. Mm -hmm. And at this point, they're broken up. Right. After something horrible that happened that we don't really know. Right. And she's like, and they're like, yeah, that's fine. Right. And the thing is, Sam can tell she's being cagey.
1: Right. But 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 she doesn't tell him what she doesn't tell him.
0: No. And she's like, okay, sure. Fine. If that's what we need, I'll do it. And I've been her before. Yeah. I have been her before. Not necessarily in this situation, but the thing of, like, man, this would really fucking suck for me. Yeah. And you say nothing, and you're like, nope, I can do it. Yeah. It's fine. If that's what it takes, sure. Because how can I tell you all of this baggage about why that would be really weird? When net worth, it would be good to use his great game engine. That's what we need.
1: Well, and to this point, Sam and Sadie have this, like, intensely intimate bond and relationship. Mm -hmm. But, like... Boyfriends, girlfriends, romance has not been, has not touched that at all. Mm -mm. So it's, I mean, there's multiple levels to it, but like, there's also a piece of like Sadie doesn't necessarily try to present herself to Sam as a person who is dating people. Right. Like that part, that's just not part of their dynamic. Um, So even if she were to tell him, it wouldn't be like they already have that kind of, already talked about that stuff. They don't talk about that. They don't talk about it. And honestly, they kind of give Marx a weird amount of shit for dating. Yeah, they're, they're like, you're you're always sleeping with people. And it's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I fall in love with people. I date them for six weeks, then it ends, and I fall in love with the next person. Like he's just actively dating. He's just actively but they dating. Act like he's a freak. They do. <laughs> they're like he's a freak. He keeps falling in love with people. I know. People. I know. And he has way- a healthy sex life. What a monster. And I know. Like, no, Marx is just being.
0: Normal and honestly, like being a good person, like totally. He's on great terms with every Mom single one of his exes. exes. They're yeah. all friendly. They're all like,
1: "Oh, lovely to run into you." Like yeah. he is just, he's just a good guy. He's just a good guy. But like, totally. sad both Sam and Sadie are like, "Freaking Marx is so weird." Like, what a freak! <laughs> what a freak! He's like dating. It's like, oh, g- give me a break. <laughs>
0: um, and and it's funny when Marx is like, "So what's like the deal with you and Sadie?" Oh yeah, right. And Sam is like, "I don't know." We're like best friends. And he's like, okay, but, like, is, is there, like, a dating thing going on? Like, are you guys, like, interested in each other? Like, what, like, and he's like, no, like, it's not like that. Like, what we have is, like, more than that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, so, like, you'd be chill if I asked her out? And Sam's like, I don't want it. Sam's like, oh, except except she hates you, so I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> I know. And he's like, and also, like, we're all working together, so I'd be, like, really weird for our, all of our relationship if you asked her out. And Mark's is <laughs> like, okay. Okay, cool. And that's it. And he's like, I'll find someone else to like, yeah to like like totally. that's not a problem for me and then it, it passes he's, like so well adjusted <laughs> he's so well adjusted especially, like he has his own shit going on yeah, his he parents does. like he's, he's gotta yeah
1: he did not have it easy
0: but he's i and we learn this later but like one of the things of like sadie notices about notices mm-hmm. this about him because he rubs off on her a little bit yeah. later where she's like he it's not that he's lucky or mm-hmm. has like an easy life. It's the way he looks at life. Right. Where like he like sees a a a a, pla- a persimmon fruit tree. tree. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, this is my favorite fruit." Mm-hmm. And he eats it. And she's like, "Is it really his favorite fruit or is it just cuz it's here right, right now?"
1: It's less that amaz- it's not that luck happens to him and more that he sees everything that happens to him as luck.
0: Yes. And he sees the beauty in every moment. Yes. Whereas like Sam and Sadie do not. No. And so, and with
1: Sam, I think more than Sadie, I mean, Sadie has her deep has depression issues, yes, and Sa- and Sam has like, a we haven't even gotten into it, but he has a very tragic backstory. extremely
0: tra- <laughs> I was so sad about <laughs> that backstory. So it's so sad. <laughs> it's
1: so sad. and yeah, Sam has it rough, and Sadie has mental problems, so-
0: and he's like in denial about his disability and like oh, how totally. it affects him and and all that. so.
1: Uh, but essentially, Sadie has to go to Dove to ask for the game engine. Dove plays the demo of the game and is like, "This is amazing. You can do. You want my. You want my engine, right?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he gives it to her. And then and they start seeing hit, each other again. Yes, and it makes her, her part him a partner in the game. Yep. And he's like an EP, and yeah.
0: And then he comes over. He starts like coming over. Mm-hmm. And I love that Marks instantly is like, this guy sucks. Yeah, I hate like, this Like, he guy. hates him. He's like, he stinks because he wears too much cologne. <laughs> it's like testosterone cologne. super tight pants. Like, what is these leather pants? Give me a fucking break. This guy <laughs> sucks. Um, And he's like, why is he touching Sadie so much? Obviously, they're ex-lovers. Obviously. And Sam's like, huh? Really? You think? And he's like, do you not see? <laughs> he puts her his hand on her
1: hand on the mouse.
0: Yeah. He's touching her leg. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And then he's like, I hate this guy, whatever. But she starts being like, oh, well, like you guys can stay here at the apartment. Like I'll, I'll just stay at stay Doves. At Doves. Ugh, I was like, girl, no. I know. And it's only worse. It's worse the second time. It's worse the second time. It's much worse the second time. Um, so they, you know, this is the second book that we read that the, like the girl character is mm-hmm. in like a, a relationship where she's not into the S&M thing. It's weird. Why is that happening?
1: I wonder if it's a, like, something about women feeling pressured to be more sex positive than they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, misunderstanding what sex positivity yes, is. exactly. right. Yeah. Because it isn't, that isn't about sex positive. But, like, this idea that you are afraid of lo- seeming like a prude. Yeah. So you go along with things that aren't necessarily with your boundaries. And also, in both situations, it was an asshole guy, too. Yeah, Yeah. So it's not just because a not asshole guy would notice if you weren't into it. Yeah. A not asshole guy
0: would be like, "Oh, you're not enjoying this."
1: And honestly, and I I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, mm-hmm. but he does things like he doesn't like what she's saying, so he handcuffs her to the bed yeah, and wh- leaves the room for hours. Like I, I, every relationship can sure. negotiate their boundaries, but like that's a kind of power move that isn't about sex or about pleasure no. or about um intimacy that's a hundred percent about control
0: yeah i think for sure he's just an asshole yeah he's an asshole. like and it was the
1: same in normal people
0: too the guy yes. was an asshole i mean he was like beating her up and shit yeah like that's like this um it, it's exactly that it's that moment of him being like oh well i don't like what you're saying so i'm gonna handcuff you to the bed and like you like you have to go to the bathroom and shit and that's like horrible like that kind of thing it's like i feel like whatever people live their lives however they're go- they're going to live and like i feel like your kinks are kinks yeah and whatever i guess some kinks like bleed over into regular life like non-sex life but i think if someone is manipulating you mm-hmm. and using a kink to be like the impenetrable shield behind which abusive behavior yeah. lives
1: cuz yeah cuz it's straight up abusive behavior to ta- to to handcuff someone to the bed and ignoring their need- their physical needs. Yeah, and to go into the other room because that wasn't a sex act. What was no. happening? It was not sex. It wasn't
0: her it, enthusiastically consenting. No, to she was be not enthusiastically. Like, oh, like um, you know, demean me and like have me, sure. like whatever. Because that's it's separate. That's a whole separate thing. That but is exactly not- that in
1: both of these books. And so that's the thing. It's like weird. And I wonder,
0: and like, why that specific kink? Is yeah. it just because it's like kind of vanilla and like. The first thing someone would.
1: Or maybe people have bad experience with. Yeah. Maybe it comes from. Because I do think that. It's probably true in any. In any. It's. I'll say it. It is true in any community. Yeah. Assholes. With power. Mm -hmm. Will abuse their power. Yeah. So in BDSM. Mm -hmm. An asshole who's a dom is I, going to abuse their power. I also think he's like not really in the community. Like I think he is just like a guy that's like. Yeah. I mean, but how do you define that?
0: Exactly. It's not like there's meetings, but like, <laughs> you know, like take role, <laughs> yeah, there. He, yeah. He hasn't taken
1: any of the tests that you got to take. Uh, but I path.
0: think like, I, I think also like, Hmm. Of in the kink world. Yeah. I think BDSM is one of the most well-known. Sure. It's like that and feet, right? Like those are like the ones people,
1: yeah, and furries. Feet, furries.
0: (laughs) Feet, furries and BDSM. (laughs) I feel like that's the one that like people in the vanilla world know about. And so I think like when a guy who, and and it is about power and trust and Mm -hmm. all of those things, I think someone who's not educated on the topic could be like, oh, this is the thing I'm into. I want to do this. Right. When really it's like, oh, But is it what you want to do or do you just kind of want to abuse this girl? And like, I feel like well, I
1: think with Dove, definitely the latter.
0: Exactly. And so I think someone that is not living an examined life like Mm -hmm. Dove is an abuser like Dove could look at like, oh, the things I want to do. Well, I want to do these things. And I don't care that she's not into it.
1: Yeah. Well, but like how many steps past being a teacher and hooking up with your st-
0: yeah. students yeah. is
1: that like yeah you already clearly enjoy a power dynamic that isn't about equal yeah. footing yeah like because it's not just that you're hooking up with college students which is pretty bad yeah but they're your actual students they're your actual students in your
0: class who you give grades to yes who you keep offering to open doors to so you like that she's this you like that she's isolating herself from fucking everybody working only on your game. So it's not only that, but like her professional world mm-hmm. is completely dependent on you. So of course he gave her the game engine because yeah. he loved that she came crawling to him. Yep. She's the only person in the world that he probably would have given that game engine yep. to. And when she tries to break up with him, oh my God. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're making this so hard because you're being so cool. It's like, shut up. I hated him.
1: I hated him too. I think we were supposed to hate him. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think we were given anything redeeming about him. No. He's just sucked. It's interesting that she stays friends with him. It is.
0: Because they go to Cliff's Edge, which mm-hmm. is now Bakari. Yes. I loved how much of L.A. was
1: in this book. Yeah, that was fun.
0: half of also now gone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Sadie uh, gets back in the relationship with Dove.
1: And both Sadie and Sam decide to take their fall semester of their senior year off so they can finish the game. Mm-hmm. Marks does not. Marks does not. Marks goes back to school because he's smart. <laughs> um, but they finish their game, they're so excited. Sam walks Sadie over to Dove's house, and then he's just in such a good mood, he decides to skip home.
0: Oh I forgot about this. <laughs>
1: and he falls, his his ankle breaks, and he's in horrible shape.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't
1: tell them. He doesn't tell anybody. And
0: it's so funny because like Sadie's like, I think something's really wrong. Like he is not here. Yeah, it's not normal. And Mark's like, he's fine. And he's like, and she's like, no. <laughs> He's not here. He's probably not fine. They find out that he broke his ankle above his bad foot. Yes. And it's in bad shape. And it's yeah. it's not good. Yeah. And I love that later we get like two different sides of like this moment. Yeah. So he's like, I don't know. Visiting hours are almost over. So like you guys can't come. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they come anyway. Even they though are. they can only they be- bring champagne. Because they're like, we have to celebrate our game. We finished yeah. our game. Um And the nurse sees like likes hearing their laughter, so mm-hmm. she lets them stay until midnight, which is really cute.
1: And the nurse is like totally trying to ship them. She can't figure out who's dating who. And at the end, she's like, I guess
0: no one's dating anyone.
1: <laughs> Fine.
0: I was like, what are you, SDS? We should have that <laughs> lady on SDS. Um, and I like that later we get a look back mm-hmm. on this from both of them, which is that Sadie remembers walking in before he realizes that she's yeah. seeing him. And he's literally panting from the pain he's in because he's unobserved. Yeah, And then he sees her and it's like the mask slips into place and he smiles and he's like, hey. Yeah. And we realize that he has been in pain this entire fucking yeah. book. Um, and then from his point of view, he's talking about how he can only appreciate how beautiful the world is when he doesn't get to participate in it. Mm-hmm. And he sees his healthy friends walking in and it is in that moment that or when he's sitting inside, looking outside, seeing the birds or whatever, Yeah. those moments that he's like, the world is so beautiful and I'm only seeing it cause I'm outside. But when yeah. he's like in the world and living life, he doesn't right. notice it. And that also is so him. Yeah. Yeah, it was really beautiful. And felt very lived in and mm-hmm. experienced. Yeah. Um, so then the first game is a huge success. Well,
1: they they have a, cho- a big choice. Oh, right. Do they go they, with... Are they going to go with like a smaller game developer um, who's going to offer them more creative freedom and has fewer notes? Mm-hmm. Or do they go with this big company that's going to put them on every laptop, they, a big laptop company, it's going to put them on every laptop that they sell and give it a big push and expect them to have a sequel done in 12 months.
0: And Sadie's like, I don't want to do a sequel. Also, like they were saying that the character had to be a boy and we said we wanted it to be genderless. Right. And Sam's like, yeah, I don't know. And she's like, so do you not care? (laughs) Do you not care? Because I cared. I thought.
1: Yeah, I thought we cared about this. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it'll be And also the guys, they're like Texas guys, and they just assume Sam did everything. Mm -hmm. And they only talk to Sam. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Even after they find out she's the the brain behind it, they still like their gaze keeps. And you know that feeling. A hundred percent. You know that feeling of
1: the eyes sliding off of you. And it's such like, Sam, how do you not see this? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, But what we find out in this phase of their lives is it turns out that when people pay attention to Sam, he fucking blooms. He loves it. He's he's and he's good at it. He's good at it. He's, he's very, very good, at good, it. good at all the schmoozing. Well, I guess schmoozing is not the right word, but promotion. The showmanship. The showmanship. He's great at like building an aura and ju- getting interviewed by journalists and presenting at panels. And like having and a persona and like creating this he's character. He's really good, which is so funny because like he never really had the chance to be good at it yeah. before. But like as soon as he gets a chance to do it, he's a showman.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and also he presents to her his side of why yeah. he wants this bigger right.
0: thing because she's rich. Right. He's not. I mean, in fact, he because of the fall that he took, he's in debt. Yes. And as someone who is experiencing financial duress at this time, it's real. Like that shit, like you would let go of so much of your morals just to make rent. Right. Right. Just to make, you know, like, so what, and also he's like, you've never been poor. Like Mm -hmm. he's like, if I don't pay this medical bill, they will go after my grandparents. Who don't have money. They have a pizza place in K-Town. Right. You're from Beverly Hills. Like, I need this. And if we get this with this big company, I can pay that stuff off. Right. With the other company, I won't. Right. Like, that'll... I don't know. And I don't mind doing a sequel. I thought you wanted to. Right. And she's like, I don't want to. But she does see that. And so she capitulates. Right. And because even singularly in this moment, that might be the nice thing or the right thing or whatever to do yeah. that in a series of patterns of her constantly capitulating is too much. Yeah.
1: Well, and it's also, it, it's not just that they make this choice. It's, you make this choice and then he goes on the road to sell the book, sell the game and she stays at home and write, makes the sequel she didn't want to make. So there are real consequences. Now she doesn't want to be promoting the game. She doesn't like that. She's not good at it, but like, and that's a conflict that they get into later in the book is like, she's like, it's easy for you. And he's like, no, it's not easy for me. I'm good at it. Yeah. Like, it's work for It's work. It's work. But yes, I'm good at it. But that doesn't mean that it's not work. And the whole time, too, he's in pain yep. this whole time.
0: But he doesn't tell her. So right. it's like all these things of like, I'm not telling you these things. She's not telling him
1: these things. He's not telling yep. her these things. And so it's like... And she's in this abusive relationship. With Dove. Which she doesn't tell him. He and Marks see it because they see bruises on her and they, like, talk about it. But neither of them will bring it up to her, never share with her that they're concerned about her. So she's just in this abusive relationship making this game that she doesn't want to make. Yeah. No, it's a rough time for her. I know. And that's the
0: other thing, too. It's like... It's very realistic that they Mm -hmm. didn't ask about it but sometimes like when you're in the thick of it, yeah, you are dying for somebody to because you cannot make that choice yeah. in that moment, you're dying for somebody to say, like, uh like I don't know, like I'm here or like yeah. I will be here if or like this thing that's happening, I see it. I it's see real. it. Yeah. And it's not good. Yeah. Um, because she knows it's not good. Yeah. She knows it's not good. She's not admitting it. Right. And it's making it okay because everyone is acting like it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she's stuck making the game. He comes back. They fight about it, um, and it kind the game gets like a lukewarm response. Yeah, the game does not succeed,
1: um, and so they're kind of like figuring out what to do next. Meanwhile, um, Sam's the the metal rods holding his foot together are starting to poke through his skin.
0: That was so, oh my God. And he's
1: like, just put a brand on it. And it was like, no, Sam. I know, and Mark's <laughs> is
0: like, you have to go to the doctor, dude. And he's <laughs> like, no, it's fine. Just give me some gauze. And he's like, I'm gonna call your doctor. Yeah, seriously. So they go next week. The do- he leaves the appointment mm-hmm. and he's like, all right, let's go. And Marx is like, uh. So he goes in, definitely breaks HIPAA. Totally. Pretends to be his brother. Yes. And it's like, hey, sorry. There was wanna-
1: a lot of times where... Because we haven't we haven't mentioned race really at all. No. Um, oh yeah. But there's and um uh Marx is half Korean half Japanese. Um and his he was born. Wh- yeah. Anyway. And uh uh Sam is half white half Korean. Um on his mother's side his grand and that's where his grandparents um his grandparents I believe they're from Korea but yes his mother and he were both born American anyway. <laughs> this is just another example of with Marx and uh and sam Cam, where the casual racism of the time made it very easy yeah because then the, Cause they're, not they're
0: even, just like oh yeah you're the brother you guys yeah, both look kind of asian. asian whatever yeah
1: <laughs> and it's like
0: that's thing. they don't really look alike <laughs> they don't look like
2: at, all. at all
0: like Marx is like tall strapping yeah
1: oh and then Nazi- that's Marx oh, is handsome
0: God. when marx realizes why he will never get a lead role. Yeah. um, He's like, wh- what is he in? He's like in a class or something. I think he's in a, a staging of Shakespeare. And he keeps getting the like secondary, secondary roles. roles. Yeah. And he's like, why am I not getting these roles? And they're like, I don't know. It's a quality about you. And he's like, what? And it's at an after party. Yeah. A rap party. And then his castmate does the Asianized thing at him. We're and he's so like, what up. the Fuck. But in that moment, he learns, that's why. That's why. Yeah. I'm handsome. I'm strong. I'm a I'm good actor. i a good actor. I will never get leading man roles yeah. because I'm Asian. And I've had that said to me, mm-hmm. even though I'm not even full Asian. But I, I've had literally my cousin say to me, because I remember I was like fucking around and singing Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, And she was like, well, you know, you'll never be Christine because you're Asian. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. <laughs> cool. But like that thing of like, oh well, you don't have like leading Yeah. You can't be. Right. Um and I'm not even full I don't know. I used to okay. I used to fully think I was passing Mm -hmm. for white. And then for a while back there was like this trend going where you could like and I think it definitely was just like selling our faces to Russia or whatever. Yeah. But like you could like upload your face and it would like generate AI, but like people that look kind of like you but not. Okay. And um I don't even know what the purpose was for. It was like to keep your anonymity. I think it's like if you want to be a troll. <laughs>
1: oh, weird.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I did it just to see like what the, other, sure. what the world sees me as. Okay. And I was like, these are all Asian bitches. I was like, no, I think I'm like, pa- I'm passing. And I remember I was with Micah at the time and he was like, you're not. And I was like, oh, I definitely thought I was like, people th- would think I was white, but no,
2: <laughs> you can tell you, me. I think it. you
0: look mixed. That's what I think. Yeah. But I just, it was it was shocking. I thought I could be, people might think I I'm think,
1: white. Yeah, I think that you could, and if we're back to casting, I think you could get cast as a character and when your white dad showed up, it wouldn't be like, what? Shocking, yeah. yeah. But if but your people, white dad and your, your white mom, mom showed up, it would be like, be like, huh.
2: Okay, <laughs>
1: okay.
0: <laughs> but I've definitely had like agents, friends, uh, peers who have thought I was something else. Like oh, they have okay. thought I was Latina at one point. I was like, huh? No. And I remember I had to fire an agent who kept putting me on for Latina
1: parts because Latina
0: parts, I would show up to auditions and I'd be like, why am I the only non Latina yeah, girl in seriously. here? And I was like, this sucks. Like both. I'm not going to get this. Right. This is embarrassing for me. And like, I wouldn't want it this role because it's not my fucking race. Yeah. So they kept doing it. And I was like, please stop. And then they kept changing my like actors access thing, and putting that so you were Latina, Hispanic Latina, and so I fired
1: them. Yeah, that's smart.
0: Because I was like, this is we're not speaking on the same level yeah. here. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, there is a lot of casual racism in this, and but it is the world in which they get to do Ichigo because yeah. neither Sam
1: nor Sadie are Japanese. Yeah, right. But they're doing this Japanese story, right? And that's even it's said explicitly in the text that. If this had been made later, if it's been made in the 2000s, that might not have flown. People would have really questioned it. Yeah. People didn't know about appropriation back then. Right. And. And we're vaguely racist. Like, yeah. oh, you're Korean. Yeah. That's pretty much Japan. Yeah, exactly. When in fact
0: there is inter-Asian racism. Sure. That actually marks. Mm-hmm. observes because his mother's Korean living in Japan and she experiences racism from uh, Japanese yeah. people. Um. So, anyway, um, Marx is like, all right, so I'm his brother, like, what's the deal? The yeah. doctor's like, he's gonna have to get it amputated. Right. He's been being told that and the foot
1: is, it's not. It's not, it can't be a foot anymore. It can't. It. This. The, the rods are coming the out. The rods are coming out and there's no, there's no more, there's a certain point and I've had friends with it." Uh, limb things like there's only so much, so many surgeries you can do yeah. on a foot or a hand.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like at a certain point, there's nothing more. And a foot is so much worse than a hand because you put so much weight on it. <laughs> um,
2: yeah.
1: but like you do, like you, yeah, you use it so much. Like you, there's only so much you can
0: do. Yeah, and especially like the skin starts; it's not healing anymore. Right. Like it won't heal. So all that's happening is damage. Then yeah. no healing. Mm-hmm. So it's got to go. And um, she's like, or, and, and Marx is like, okay. And approaches Sam About and yeah. he's like, yeah.
1: I can't take that much time off work.
0: Yeah. And he's like, cause all the, you know, the cobblestones and shit, I can't walk on this shit. Yeah. And Marx is like, we got to move to California. Cause my girlfriend.
1: Oh, by the way, my girlfriend's moving to California. So I was thinking it would be really fun if we all moved to California.
0: Which was a good choice for them to do that. It
1: was the best answer. Yeah. It was the best thing for them to do.
0: Cause it helped everybody.
1: Yes. And that's what Marks kind of says. He says to Sam, you know, we could do this. You could recover in California. You've got family there. Um, We could get Sadie away from Creepy Dove. (laughs) Yeah. And then to Sadie, he's like, well, Sam needs to like recover his foot. And like. Yeah, you could get away from Creepy Dove, whatever. Yeah. And they're all like, all right, let's go. They all go. They all go. They get a huge uh, warehouse office space in uh, Venice Beach.
0: An Abbot Kinney, mm-hmm. where before it's fancy, yes. So before like is over there, and which I can't like
1: even like. Um, I, I I just don't know that Abbot Kinney.
0: No, me neither. I, it was fancy when I was going there. Yeah, which is probably like the first time I had ever really gone over there. Well, when I was a kid.
1: Sure, I'm. I'm sure it was sketchy when I was a kid, but I don't remember. I mean,
0: but I mean, I wasn't even there in like the early the 90s. Yeah. Like I was there probably like early 2000s right where there was a bit of rejuvenation happening there mm-hmm.
1: and certainly um, since as an adult i've lived in la it has not been
0: it's been so fancy it's so fancy it's like too fancy for me i like i love going there i love going there if i, I could, was
1: rich i could do it
0: honestly if i was extremely extremely rich that's where i'd want to live uh you if think i had to, even pick, more than malibu yeah wow well because i you get more
1: house in malibu
0: I know, but I like to be close to things. Okay. Malibu, you're kind of you're pretty sequestered. Off. Yeah. I want to be like, I want to walk to a bar or a restaurant yeah. or a bookshop or something like that, you know? I like being in a lively place.
1: Yeah, it's very lively. I like Venice. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if I was really rich. Like extreme richness? Extreme richness. I'm like, I'm going to get a compound in Carmel.
0: Yeah. I mean, God. Oh, <laughs> karma by the sea. Dream. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'd go there. If I'm rich, 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 rich,
1: yeah. Yeah, but but that's also if I'm rich and don't have to do, like I'm if I'm succession rich. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like don't have to do work in the city. Exactly. But if I have to have like a job in the city, then yeah, yeah Venice would be really cool. More than Santa Monica, for sure.
0: I don't love Santa Monica.
1: I think- so. It's so- bo- it, I moved out here and wasn't a West Side person, mm-hmm. so I will never be. I don't know that I'm I- am not a West Side person. I'm not a West Side person. I'm I don't think less of those people. No. It's just, it's a different way of life. It's not my way of life.
0: Yeah. And like every time I'm in, it's very clean. So is yeah. that. But I just don't like it. I I don't feel comfortable there.
1: I'd feel more comfortable in Manhattan Beach than yeah. Yeah. Santa Monica.
0: Same. Well, because Manhattan Beach is, it's more lively. It's more, yeah. people are out and about. I just feel like Santa Monica is so like, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. Yeah. No offense to it. I get why people like it.
1: I get why people like it. I just. It's not for me. It's not for me. I like our neighborhood. I like where we live. Yeah. Because really, if I honestly, if I was like medium rich, I could see getting a house in Los Feliz. Me too. In, like close to Griffith. Yeah. I would be. Which maybe that's not medium rich. Maybe that's super rich.
0: But you know that's what? That's like mean. pretty extremely rich. Pretty, rich. <laughs> pretty extremely rich. That's pretty like extremely like the richest person I would
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, yeah. I wouldn't be the richest person you know.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. Or like what would be lovely is okay. like right. In I can't you know how like there's like certain areas that are like a war between is this Silver Lake or Los Feliz yeah like there where you can yes. still walk down and you're like kind of close to the junction but you're not in it yes but no one knows because it's just like a street over yeah I like that or yeah right by Griffith would be really nice would be really
1: nice but yeah, this $50 million, yeah. that's fifteen million dollars yeah it's not right. really semi rich yeah
0: I'll get Katy Perry's uh,
1: convent all right there you go get the get the convict going. yeah. <laughs> You have a guest house. I'll stay in there. An ADU at the convent. <laughs> it just has like a little mother-in-law, you know, in uh, <laughs> a huge
0: convent. Um, but yeah, so they're in Venice now. Uh, they've done uh, Ichigo 2. It's not that good. So then all of a sudden, Hades like, I have this idea. I want to do this game called Both Sides. Yes. And it's basically like, unfortunately, this is the beginning of when they stop talking to each other. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. So so two things kind of happen simultaneously. One. Um, Sam gets the foot operation. Yes and it doesn't go very well.
0: At first he's like, wow. At first he's
1: at first great. it's going well, but then he starts getting the phantom pains.
0: And it's which bad. It's really bad. Stress
1: induced. And too. he's living over in Silver Lake. So the commute to Venice Beach is quite a commute. So yes. he's not set up Also, it's cute that they said forty five minutes. I was like maybe. In I the lived 90s. in Silver
0: Lake and then I mean I worked in the Palisades two yeah. hours each way. Yeah, easily. Horrible.
1: Um yeah.
0: Maybe, in the, Maybe in the 90s.
1: Maybe in the 90s. Uh, so he. So he's not showing up to work very often. Meanwhile, when Sadie unpacks her stuff, she finds her copy of Dead Sea. And she sees that Dub, which is the game that um, Sam and Marks played, that they realized they wanted the engine. And she sees that Dove wrote to my sexiest student on the thing. And so she's like, oh, shit. Sam knew the whole time because he asked to play the game, and he must have seen it. He must have seen this cover of the game in my he, house. He he saw it. He played this this copy of the game. He must have known that Dove was my ex boyfriend, and that I had had this horrible thing with him. And honestly, the relationship with Dove got way worse after. And that's so the she, other thing. So she's yeah. bringing a lot of her like baggage from the second half know. of their relationship. Yeah, to, which he what they weren't doing the like BDF, like the the abuse stuff. Yeah, hadn't happened yet. Yeah. But like it's all she's working through it. So in her head she's like she's conflating. he sent me into an abusive yeah. relationship to further his own goals as a game designer.
0: Because she can't help but assign everything he's ever done to everything he's ever done. Yeah. So she's like, well, he ignored you know, he was like steamrolling past what I wanted for this uh for which developer yeah. to go with or which pr- uh distribution company to go with. Uh and so now, of course, just like just like that. He wanted me to go um to Dove because he wanted that game engine even though he knew that I had this fucked up relationship with him and that's what caused me to have this horrible relationship he at that time even then had no reason to know that it was a bad relationship yep. unless she's not admitting to herself that of course he would have to know it was abusive if it was a teacher and a student Yeah.
1: well she was super depressed after that's true he knew about the depression but but even he didn't know so, it was related so she should have had a conversation with him and I think really and this is where Sadie I both Sadie and Sam are like so well-written characters. They're so three-dimensional. I believe that they like they yes. exist to me. But they make bad decisions sometimes. Oh yes. And this is one where Sadie doesn't go to the hospital. That was fucked. I was like, he just, just got his leg cut off. You can't go to the and you can't have a conversation with him about I found this thing. Did you that was know? That's kind of weird. Did you yeah, know? Yeah, did you know? Like she can't just ask him, "Did you know?" I know. I mean, because she, what? She's going to be more pissed at him if he says yes. She's already decides it's true. Yeah. Like, th- I just feel like that was unfair of her in a way that like, yes, it mirrors him not kind of him cutting her But he was a child. Too. He was a child. And she did do the thing that he was pissed off about. Yeah. Whereas this, who knows? She's convinced he did. Yeah. And later in the book, Marx is like, no, he didn't know. I know. And, and she's a, like, of course, Marx would say that because Marx always looks the right side of things. But we don't. And Sam doesn't deny it when they have a fight about it later. He does not. He does not deny it.
0: But also like... (sighs) But also here's the other thing. She's blaming him for her
1: actions. Right. And she had all the information. She knew what Dove was like. She knew what their relationship was like. She knew what it would be like, what would happen. Or she knew, she had a feeling of what was going to happen if she asked for his game engine. She knew all that information and she made the choice. Mm -hmm. So she can't really, it's not like Sam made her do anything. I know. And that's the thing.
0: But that's all like so... And and we're criticizing her because she's so real. exactly.
1: I'm not saying, I'm not saying We're talking like shit about our friend. Yeah, (laughs) this is not Gabrielle Zevin's mistake. No, this is Sadie's. This is Sadie's mistake that like was totally engaging and made you just go, oh, but when she doesn't show up, one, she doesn't show up to the hospital and two, she doesn't check on him. At all. At all. And And he's not showing up to work. And he's going through horrible, intense pain and she doesn't even know about it. Well,
0: because she also, she's like, oh, well, classic. He's just only doing the stuff he wants to do. And it's like, if you just reached out and talked to him, mm-hmm. like you would see that he is alone and sad. Yeah. And I think I was getting so mad at her because I've done that. Like yeah. I, you have, you have been there with me when I was like frustrated with a friend yeah. of ours and I did the same thing. Like I was like, this person is pulling away. And so like, I don't want to give this person the chance to hurt me. Yeah. So I'm just going to pull away. More and I'll make the right. choice for you. And um, like now we're not going to be as close. And like when really I could have just because I was feeling hurt. Yep. Justifiably so. Mm-hmm. But did that mean that I had to then make it so that me and that person lost months of friendship? No,
1: no, but I've 100% been there. It's in some ways it's self protection.
0: Yeah, but you're hurting yourself, but you're hurting yourself. It's like, let me hurt me so that you don't have to. Yeah.
1: And depending on the dynamics and like, because it's it's also saving yourself from having to have the vulnerable hard conversation. Yeah. Where you say you hurt me. My feelings were hurt. Yeah. That's that's so hard to say. Because and and I have like
0: I used to have a lot of trouble with that like I'd be like angry and be like well this 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 when like really you can just boil it down to like hey like my feelings were hurt or I felt yep. embarrassed or I mm-hmm. felt like and all of those are so vulnerable to say to somebody. Yep. Because like, that's something a kid says, right? Mm -hmm. You hurt my feelings. But that is the core of the feeling that you're having. Yeah. I was hurt. I was embarrassed. I was sad. Mm -hmm. I felt alone. I felt betrayed. I felt all these things, whatever. Instead of, well, you're just like selfish and you're, which may be true,
1: but. Maybe true, but like. But you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they're going through. And people all have seasons Mm -hmm. where they're more selfish and less selfish. Mm -hmm. And part of being a friend with someone for a long time is weathering those things with them Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah but it it's it's really well written but it i was i was like sadie
0: i know i know but she's fucking pissed and she's
1: like okay i have this idea (laughs) uh it's a game with two totally different worlds in it you write one world i'll write the other world
0: yep and basically the idea is like that this little kid is uh First she has it that the kid is bullied but they change yeah. it to that she's in the hospital because uh Sam who's in charge of that side he has yeah. so much to pull from mm-hmm. for that. So um Sam takes the normal world which is like the hospital world Maple, Maple- Maplewood wood, and she takes
1: uh the myths of Ravine or something the, Yeah
0: it's like the yeah the fantasy world. Yeah. And basically this um kid who's sick is we learn is playing a video game. So like you're playing her avatar in yep. this world. And then also her in the banal world right. of the hospital and the town. And um, they make it with mm-hmm. almost no collaboration.
1: Right. They barely talk to each other. And uh, the game is released and the reviews say that. Yeah. reviews say this? This is, this is shit. It's two different games. It's two different games. One is kind of fun or not fun, but like Mabelwood is cool. Yeah, and then the, other, is, world the other world sucks. The other world kind of sucks. And that's the one she's in charge of. That's the one she's in charge of. And she takes this very personally. Yes. She takes this too hard. Mm-hmm. Which, and I'm sure that that happens when your first thing is so so exciting or so well-received that, yeah, it would hurt. Because
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, then it's like, do I not have it? Was it just a fluke? Right. Was it just... But also... You made the perfect storm for this to be a bad game, Sadie.
1: Yes, because you're really not did. talking to your collaborator. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
0: And she thought that his side was going to be so dumb and so boring. I and know whatever. she's so
1: mean about his part. I know, but then, well, s- then I'm trying to. Um, I hope I might be skipping something. But then he gets the idea because people are saying like, we really want, we really like Maplewood. Oh yeah. So he's like, what if? And he he's with Marks, or no? Is she with Mark? She's with Marks. she's with Marks. And they call, and is it because they Japan? come up with the idea?
0: Yeah, when oh, they're in Japan, the Japan So they might also so be feeling guilty.
1: endorphins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Both. Um, well, so right, so Mark goes to Japan, mm-hmm. and he was going to go with his girlfriend, but his girlfriend has abruptly dumped him.
0: Yes, and so he's like Sam, and Sam's like, I don't want to travel. Yeah, I mean, so, we saw this
1: coming. So we invite Sadie, and there's something about the way they are together. They just really enjoy each other's company. <laughs> it's just like
0: really fun and really easy. And like Marx sees, a, like the joy of Marx rubs off on Sadie. She feels yeah. happier around him.
1: It's something about just hanging out with a really, really, really attractive man. A really attractive man that's a good person that shows you <laughs> a
0: great time in the most beautiful country and in the maybe world. And he's
1: been carrying a torch for you for years.
0: Yeah, but like, is a good enough person that he doesn't hold it against you oh, or no, treat he's been you any different this whole time. What? And then you're like, "Hey, maybe we fuck in my hotel room." That and was he's so like, funny. Yeah. And He's like,
1: "Interesting idea."
0: <laughs> and then it's so funny. Like, so they come up with this idea for this, like, basically, it's kind of like Stardew Valley, but yeah, an MMORPG basically of just the Maplewood side called Maple yes. World.
1: And so they're like, "Ooh, <laughs> ooh," um, and they. They decide to launch. They end up launching it in the fall of 2001. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, I don't know if anyone wants to play this right now. Literally
0: November 11th. I was like, guys, (laughs) a month to the day. (laughs) What? But of course,
1: everyone wants to play it. It's like how everyone played Animal Crossing Pandemic. I know. It was perfect. Um, And Sam's like, oh, my God. Champagne, like let's celebrate turning on Maplewood for the first time. Where are my best friends? Oh my god! And he goes to find them, and they are just standing near each other, talking to each other. And he's like, "Oh shit, they're in love." Well, because like she's <laughs> also like removing an eyelash from his yeah. cheek, and she, he's like, he's like they're in love with each other. But
0: then he doesn't say he anything. Says nothing. So they've been together a year before he, which okay, finds out. I don't.
1: Yes, it's weird that Sam doesn't say anything, but I think Marx is so wrong for not telling Sam immediately. Of course,
0: he has to tell Sam immediately.
1: Hello, it's Marks. so wrong not to tell Sam. He just doesn't want. He doesn't want to hurt Sam, and th- and we find out more about Marks and how much Marks has been protecting Sam and like yeah, uh, had his eye out for Sam this whole time. But like you gotta tell Sam, dude. And Sadie wants to tell Sam, but Marks is like, I don't know. He's just very like la la la. Let's just <laughs> pretend it's all normal. And they're being serious about each other. It's because at first she she when she first proposes that they sleep together she's like it'll just be a vacation thing oh yeah but, and, like they very quickly they're in love with each other
0: well it's also like so funny she's like she's like yeah it'll just be like a one-off thing okay we're getting our bags luggage cl- baggage claim oh, all that right was so
1: cute i loved
0: that moment she's like she and he's like all right i got my bags i'll see you later because i'm going i've got a meeting in um Noho and you yeah, have yeah. your thing in venice so it's different ways whatever and so she like her bag's the last fucking bag she's like Ugh, gets her bag and Marks is there and he's like, yeah. I figured you'd want to ride home.
2: Oh.
1: I was like, oh my God, Marks. Marks is the best.
0: <sighs> so then um, Sadie and, oh, they're they're invited to this wedding. Yes, Dove's wedding. Dove's wedding, that's right. And they have to drive up the yeah, coast.
1: the coast. They stop at Hearst Castle. And about half, no, about halfway there, Sam's oh, right. like, so y'all are fucking, right? <laughs> nice of you to tell me. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's like, it's like a thing. And they're like, yeah, it is. And he's like, okay, well,
1: let's a, go to Hearst Castle. <laughs> so they go to Hearst Castle. And Sadie's like, uh. <laughs>
0: She's like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. Why wouldn't I be fine? Of course I'm fine. I'm always fine. I'm perfectly fine. Then they go to this hotel
2: Aww.
0: or motel. And I love I love revisiting the moments and yeah. seeing. So the next day, because
1: um, uh, Sam has long hair. Long, like, cr- like curly. curly hair. He's, it's buzzed off. He's buzzed off his whole head. And And Sadie's like, oh, I guess he (laughs) really internalized this situation. Wow. And also it's like, it is hot
0: because their their room doesn't have AC. Yeah, she says something to him and he's
1: like, yeah, it was hot last night. And she's like, it was hot in our
0: room too. I still have all my hair. Yeah, and he's like, okay, I was just hot. And also Marx is like, Sadie, don't you think his hair looks good? And she's like, I don't know. We didn't cut off our hair. And I was like, Sadie, you know you're being mean. Yeah, she is. You know you're being mean. And then later we find out it's because... He got really drunk. He got really drunk. He was really upset about them being together. Yeah. He says to Marx, me and Sadie were a thing. Like, she's mine. And yeah. Marx is like, she's not yours. She's a person. Right. And he's like, yeah, whatever. But like, we have something. You will never touch that. You are the tamer of horses. Um,
1: meaning. Oh, that was. Oh, we didn't even say that part. So at Hearst Castle, when she's like, hey, Sam, are you all right? And she, he's like, I'm fine. Marks is the most boring fucking person on earth. But uh- I'm fine. And, and she's like, "No, he's not boring." And she's like, he's like he's like he has nothing going on. He's the most boring. He he's he he really liked this whole speech at the end of freaking Macbeth where they talk about the tamer of horses. Oh no, at the end of the Odyssey. At the end of the, or Odyssey. the Iliad? One of those. He's like, they and they eulogize someone by saying tamer of horses. Like that's a real fucking job. I'd rather be a game designer. Yeah, and she's like okay. Like, and then Marx walks up and he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, tamer of horses. Marks is like, yeah, I love that part. He's, he's like, that's the best part. Like, <laughs> And um, and he's like, yeah,
0: because you're boring. And he walks away and he's like, oh Jesus.
1: Um, so, But like, not mad. Like Marx, even though literally Sam is saying what is the meanest thing he can think of. It's almost like when he used the C word with Sadie before. Like he is thinking of like, what is the cruelest thing you can say about someone? Mm-hmm. They're boring. They've got nothing going on. Yep. And Marx is like, yeah, okay. Well, his oh, and he, remember he calls him an NPC. He calls him an
0: NPC. And like, he's like, yeah, but there'd be no game without the NPCs. And then he's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> so then the wedding happens, blah, blah, blah.
1: Then, um, then. Maplewood is a huge hit. We haven't huge, said that Huge. Huge. Like huge. the b- biggest moneymaker of, uh, yeah, that they've had. And Sam,
0: it, the, the mayor kind of looks like Sam and mm-hmm. Sam, embraces that and he everyone calls him the mayor of Maple World yes. and um, he starts dressing like
1: him and yep. like he drops the Sam. he starts going by Mazer in public
0: yeah and not M-A-S-U-R but M-A-Z-E-R mm-hmm. that's his like p- persona yeah Sadie does
1: resent his the success a little bit
0: a little bit but whatever she has her, her next idea for her next yeah. game
1: she has her idea for her next game it's gonna be a murder mystery uh, of Christopher Marlowe
0: Dude, this game sounds so cool. It
1: sounds really cool. Backstage uh, in Shakespearean times. Um, oh, we never explained what Solution is. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Solution, the game, the second game that Sadie ever made, because her first one was an Emily Dickinson shooter. <laughs> <laughs> and so the second game that she ever made is called Solution. And you're playing and you're just like in a widget factory. And you just make widgets. And you have the opportunity uh, to learn more about what you're making or to g- finish the game faster. Um, if and you, you can get higher points And you don't more, ask questions. If you don't ask questions. So every time you ask questions, you lose point. You don't get as many points and the game goes and you don't get as good time. Mm-hmm. So the first time you play through, if you try to maximize your score, you're not going to ask any questions and you find out at the end that you are working for the Third Reich. Yeah.
0: And it says, congratulations, Nazi. You're the best uh, producer of these goods. Um, you're like the best Nazi. <laughs> Yes. And so it's a game about, like, ask questions. Like, yes, yes. wake up, blah, blah, blah. And that, that, that's what causes the girl in her class to be like, you should kick her out of school. Because that is, like, so disgusting. I don't like being called a Nazi. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah. That's the point. And um, so anyway, this new game is, like, a murder mystery, but also romance, but also intrigue. It's cool. Yeah. It would... That kind of game would get so. I mean, that's like so popular.
1: Yeah. Um. And so she's she's got a plan for that game, and and it's like it's on the schedule. Um. And she, but she and Sam are promoting Maple World, I think. Yeah. Uh, they're on a press tour of some kind. They're like doing a photo shoot and stuff.
0: No, they're promoting her game because they have to dress Elizabethan. Oh, okay.
1: That's right. So they're promoting her game, and and Sam, even though it's not really his game, he's now the super famous one. So he kind of, even though he's just a producer in the game, he still needs to be part of the press tour. But their relationship is kind of getting a little better. It's getting a little better. mm mm-hmm. um, And then something happens. Did you see this coming? <sighs> I did not. Well, because it was funny, because you had read, you would, you were like, I'm almost done with the book. And I was like, oh, where are you in the book? And you were like, yeah, they just found out that, Sam just found out that Mazer or that, um, Mark, Mark, ugh, Marks, Mark. and Sadie are together, and I was like, in my head, I was like, oh shit! So she hasn't hit the, the big thing, the emotional climax of the, of the book. I was really hoping that it wouldn't end up how it did. Agree- uh huh. That was so sad. It was so sad and really beautifully written. So so beautiful. So Sadie and Sam are at this photo shoot, and they hear people are talking about there's a. Oh, when that happened, I was like, it's yeah, I knew yeah. yeah. They're like, there's an active shooter at a tech, some tech place, uh, some tech company in uh, Venice Beach. And they're like, that's weird. Let's text, um, let's text Mark, Marks. Oh, my, meanwhile, Sadie is pregnant. Sadie found out she's pregnant because she keeps puking. She keeps puking. And she's a little bit, She's, she loves Marks. Marks has asked her to marry him. She's, yeah, like, she's like, I don't not, believe in marriage. She's not into marriage. And she never really saw herself as a mother necessarily. Mm-hmm. But she and Marks are going to figure it out.
0: Yeah, and she's going to keep the baby. And, yeah. she's, she want, and she actually has gotten herself kind of like excited to yes. start this next step with Marks. Yes, they
1: bought a house, all this stuff. And they text Marks. Oh, right, because they've gotten missed calls from him. And they text Marks and Mark says, I'm okay, I'm a tamer of horses. Yeah. It's going to be okay. And that's the last communication they have with Mark. Yep. Because um, the Maplewood game that they had done had a same sex allowed same sex marriages it just yeah
0: basically it allowed any kind of marriage anyone
1: could be yeah you're right it wasn't just same se- i mean same sex is what made the people whatever the act of shooters bad. the mad. Act of shooters bad but yes they made it so that any two players in the game could marry so mm-hmm. like a fish a whale could marry a dolphin yeah
0: because there's like they were like there's, there's not like, really any purpose to like do genders anyway because like a lot of the characters don't have genders and they're like Com- they're like sorcerers and but like. But they the wanted to things. do that specifically because of Simon and Aunt. Yes. Who got married, and then gay mm. marriage was repealed. Yes. Crazy. And so then weren't able to get married or unmarried, yeah. and then so Mazer was like, uh, Mazer Nay Sam mm-hmm. was like, Oh, I'll be a minister and I'll yep get you married, and then also by the way, Maplewood, anyone get married to anybody?
1: Yep. Yeah. So all that was kind of happening in the background. Um, and then uh, two shooters show up at Unfair Games to find Mazer. To they're there to see Mazer because they want to kill Mazer, or s- it's not clear what they want to do. But they are they have guns. Um, they want to confront Mazer because one of their wives ran away with a the woman they met on the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Which like calls come from inside the house, honey. Maybe your wife left you because you suck. Maybe yes. she's a lesbian. Maybe there's a it's million things. A it's not game. the fucking game. It's not the game. Um, so then, uh, we cut to the inside of Marx's head. Yep. As he's in a medically induced coma. Yep.
1: And he can see and hear everything.
0: And he is a bird Mm -hmm. flying and he sees strawberry fields and he goes to eat a strawberry field and then he gets shot and he starts to feel memories kind of bubbling up and he doesn't want to remember them. Yep. And he can hear everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. And he hears Sadie say, I'm his wife. Right. Which he's like very moved and pleased mm-hmm. by. And his mother and father are there. Yeah. He's like, damn, my parents are both here. He hears that the doctors say his prognosis is great. Yeah. That he's young. He'll probably bounce back. There's just this one bullet that we're worried about. Yep. That went through his lung. But it should be okay. Uh, and then he begins to remember. Mm-hmm. And basically... He finds out that these two active shooters are here. They're uh, threatening the uh, receptionist downstairs. So he yep. goes out there. He manages, he's like talking to them. He's, yep. he's making some progress with them. He finds out what you were mentioning. Mm-hmm. They're like, show us his office. They do, they mess up his office. And they're like, where is he? And he's like, like I said, he's not here. He's promoting yeah. in New York. Um, and then Simon walks in. and Aunt walks in. Oh, Aunt. sorry. Walks in. And he's like, hey, is everything okay? They're so crazed, these active shooters, they think he's... Yeah. Mazer. Mazer slash Sam. Even though they don't even look alike. No. He even thinks in his head, Mark's wrong race. Right. And he pulls the trigger. And Mark's jumps in front of the bullets Mm -hmm. and takes all three. Yeah. And he's in a coma for a long time, right? Yeah, like Like, 10
1: weeks. Jeez.
0: Ugh. And... He sees his mom making the cranes. Yep. Or he, she's stringing them up. The dad is making Dad's them. Dad's
1: making them. And then Sam makes them.
0: And then he realizes he's dying. Yeah. And he has the, he imagines that he's this bird again. Mm-hmm. And he sees the field of strawberries and he knows it's a trick so he doesn't go to it. Yeah. And he flies away and he's dead. It's very. It's so moving. It's so beautiful. It's so sad. Yeah. And honestly, like if I was Sadie, I would be, I would be just as useless for that long. Yeah. Longer.
1: Yeah. Especially with the pregnancy and then having to take care of a baby. Yeah. A lot.
0: That looks like the person you love that made your life like more beautiful yeah. and bearable. Mm-hmm. And was kind of the glue that kept everything together, yeah. even business wise, because then like Sam has to like do stuff that he's like, I am not good at talking to people right, about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, And the expansion for her game is due. Right. The masquerade one or the uh, murder one.
1: Oh, and the game goes hugely well. People love it. Love it. But also maybe they feel bad.
0: Yeah, because Mark's died. Yeah. it's. Um, not,
1: it's we'll never know.
0: We'll never know. So then Sam slash Maser goes into the office to mm-hmm. like clean up. Right. And he's like, he sees the blood stain on the floor and he uh, is talking to Sadie and she's like, he's like, yeah, I have to get someone to refinish the floor because it's like yeah. fucked. And she's like, that's him. That's his like, and that oh, yeah. She's like, that's him. You're gonna like erase him, and he's like, but it's not him. And she's like, right. it is. It's like where he died. And He's like, no, he died in the hospital. And she's like, that's right. where he bled. Right. He gets it redone anyway. But well, and
1: she won't come into the office. No, for anything.
0: No, and she can't. She can't. And so
1: really, everything falls on.
0: Yeah. And uh, he and he can't. He can't handle it. Like he mm-hmm. can't. He can't do it. Um, but he does have someone cover it but he sees like a bullet hole and he's like i'll leave that yeah because you can't even really tell it was there which is that really leaving it then
1: yeah i don't know
0: um but also like how are you gonna work with a fucking blood stain know, on man. the floor too like what you do you can't. there's nothing you can do there's like what
1: you can do oh and they just like and they're underwater they just bought the building so that it's like they can't really move like it's a whole thing oh
0: and like there was the
1: this couple that had left yeah same kind of snaps at them yeah he does i mean
0: I feel like there's no right in this situation. Yeah. Like, I don't really know what she, I mean, she needed those back. Right. But also, like, th- they just died. He just died. Yeah. He, like, yeah. So there was like, a couple that, like, this uh, ex Mormon couple that yeah. uh, was We're presenting their game yeah. to,
1: to Marks when, when the shooting started. And they left their portfolio with him. Um, and then after the death, came back. To, and called Sam and we're like could we get that portfolio back and Sam's like fuck you he's <laughs> like I'm a little busy here and so they're like okay um,
0: but then later he does look at it and he's like okay actually like this maybe yeah, this has might legs. be the right game so they decide to to bring them on yes they move Sadie out because she hasn't been in they yes. take Sadie's right. office and then
1: Sadie gets a Sam confronts Sadie and is like you need to fucking do this game she's like I can't he's like well you need to find a way to do it and there's she's a very, like, "Okay, cool. If you never speak to me again." And yeah, he's like, "Um, okay, yeah." Because that's the other thing. Like, he sees her
0: light on in her house. Yeah, he never stops in.
1: No, and he doesn't. He do goes the thing. once, and she's like, "Don't ever get the, yeah. Get out of here. Don't come back." But
0: like, had Marks been alive, mm-hmm. I mean, this she wouldn't be this way. But right.
1: he he would have convinced him keep going, hundred percent. But Marks isn't there to tell him to keep going, so he doesn't. Right,
0: and so they fall out of touch and they stop mm-hmm. talking. And he never meets her daughter. No. And it's like a very similar. Which again
1: is a choice that he makes. Like mm-hmm. you empathize, you understand why they're coming from you, and you know, right? But like he could have shown up for her mm-hmm. and he could have done like he did in college and kept showing up when she was depressed mm-hmm. and not let her shut him out. But he doesn't.
0: But he doesn't because he is now the person that he is now. Yeah. Having experienced what she did to him. Right.
1: And he doesn't have. Mark's saying no. that's what you need
0: to know. No. And so in his head, he's like, well, this is just how our friendship is. Yeah. Or our relationship rather. Right.
1: I'll let her di- di- dictate the terms.
0: Yeah. So I guess that means we'll just never talk. So he doesn't meet her child yeah. and he isn't there for her when she gives birth and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The expansion comes out. Oh, also the the new person that takes his office mm-hmm. is like, oh, I really loved that masquerade game or whatever yeah. or the murder mystery game. I don't know why I keep saying masquerade. Murder mystery, because it has that kind of feel. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, "Did you know?" And he's like, "I haven't played it." And she's like, "Really? Well, there's like a Easter egg in here, and so like one of the things is you can there's a someone needs to play this role of the main character, yeah. and so you can either pick the understudy, some I, I don't know, some guy, or like an unknown person, yeah, and you can watch the cutscene, yeah, if you pick the unknown person, and it's Marx, mm-hmm. and he gets to be the main character, yeah, and. <laughs>
1: Kind of funny, she like shows it to him and she's like, eh. And he's like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. I must go cry. And she's like, Uh, maybe I shouldn't have shown it to him. <laughs> and her husband's like, No, it was good, but like, he's
0: gonna be weird about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, and then what causes them to talk again? Pioneer. Pioneers.
1: I forgot about pioneers, and that's like the biggest. So, okay, so then we kind of like pause for a minute. Yes. And we completely okay, so we had this like interlude where we were in. Mark's head as he's dying
2: mm-hmm.
1: or while he's in the coma and then dying, and then we have a few scenes of kind of this post marks life, and then we take another thing where all of a sudden we're talking about these characters mm-hmm. in an old West town
2: mm-hmm.
1: Emily and dr Daedalus. Mm-hmm. um and Emily is new to town and she's pregnant, and she has no interest in interacting with any of the other characters no and and it it's pretty clear pretty quickly that they are characters in a video game. Yes. Like the yeah. this text doesn't say these are characters in a video game, but like, I think at one point Emily gets tired of people talking to her and she just keeps going, skip. Yeah. Skip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like Dr. Daedalus
0: keeps breaking the wall and being yeah. like, oh, screens and pixels. Yeah, and Emily's yeah. like kind of playing coin. It's like, what are those? And Dr. Daedalus is like, oh, you know, just like, uh, just something I'm making up. Yeah. And so she gets this house like, On a fucking cliff. Far away from all people. Except next to this other character. Abraham? Abraham, who's been married 12 times and doesn't have any interest in pairing up. No. And the game really wants people to pair up, and she doesn't want to. So she meets that person, um, Abraham, and she gets along with Abraham. Mm -hmm. She writes a poem, gives it. Because everyone's giving gifts. That's the whole thing of the game, is that you have to give gifts and you have to get paired off. Yeah. So she just has rocks. She gives people rocks.
1: Well, she gives people... She wasn't trying to give people rocks. She was trying to give people poems. Poems holding the rocks. The rock was holding the poem down. Yeah. and then But she... they're like, thanks for the rock. And yeah. She's like, okay.
0: And then she becomes friendly with the optometrist, Dr. Daedalus. Yes. And Dr. Daedalus is like, um, I'm going to make you a portal so that way we can get to each other easily. They start playing games together. Yes, they're playing Go.
1: They play Go together.
0: And they- Oh, shit. Because the portals are like the secret-
1: yeah. Highways. Like we oh, haven't we talked we, oh, about, we didn't Sam's, talk about story. Sam's story with his mom. Ugh. Uh so when before Mark dies. Yeah. You think the saddest thing that we're going to read about is Sam's mom. Yeah. So Sam Sam's mom uh So in the time when Sam is getting his foot amputated. Yeah. We kind of skimmed over that, but in that he takes time to remember his mom. He mm-hmm. allows himself to think about her in a way that he kind of doesn't allow himself usually to think about her. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. And they used to live in New York mm-hmm. um, and then a woman jumped off of a fucking building in front of them and killed herself Yes, at their feet, splattering yep. them with her blood while he's a child. Yes. And his mom's like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. We got to leave New York. Uh, so she decides to go to LA. She was on Broadway. She was experiencing a lot of the same trouble that uh, Marx was experiencing where she can only get certain roles because yep. she's Korean. Born here. No accent. Yeah. But people are like, oh, your accent's too ethnic, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I don't have one. Yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, so she's like, you know, either in like Miss Saigon mm-hmm. or... or um, South Pacific. South Pacific specifically, audition. that's what it is. Or uh, she gets a job as a talk show or a, a game show girl. Yes. But keeps getting like sexually harassed by the... Right, but she makes really good money. Great money.
1: And because she is one of the few... Korean actresses working in Hollywood, she gets promotion. She gets, she does ribbon cutting ceremonies in Koreatown and she gets a big beer campaign. Yeah.
0: And I loved this detail too of when we're in Sadie's head and we're visiting the pizza place, she sees an old poster that's like 20 years old Mm -hmm. that says the most beautiful woman in in Koreatown drinks this beer. Yeah, And she doesn't make, she doesn't think about it. But that's his mom. Yeah, and his parents still keep her, her. Her parents still yeah. keep her poster up. Um, so basically, uh, she, she, so at first to him, through his eyes, all we know is that like that happened. His mom got freaked out. They left. Yeah. We learn that that woman's name was Anna Lee, which is her name. Yeah, and she like sees it as this fucking like omen. Omen that like I need to get out of here. Yes, because. And they have this conversation, her mm-hmm. and this woman, the woman dies in her arms. Yeah. Uh, so, Cause they're both named Anna Lee, which is so weird because like that is strange, but also it's such a common name. Yeah. Lee is like very, very common and it's very common, blah, blah.
1: Well, it turns out Mark's mom is named and Anna
0: And Mark's, his mother is named Anna Lee. Yeah. And he had known that and thought, I, he's my brother. I need to protect yes. him. So she leaves, uh, can't really get any job, but then she gets that game show job. Yeah. Uh, she buys a new car. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Rents a place in uh, Studio City.
0: And is like, okay, I'm getting my footing, finally. And she's driving
1: Sam and
0: they, it's a new car. She hasn't quite figured out the, like how to turn on the headlights and stuff. But she, so she, she, they're driving, they see a little coyote run across, they swerve. Mm -hmm. She turns off the car. She's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I hope I didn't kill it. I would feel really bad. And they're like, no, I thought it, it ran away. But their lights are off. Yep. And she can't figure out how to turn them on. And someone comes around the corner on Mulholland. Mm-hmm. It's very skinny roads. Hits them straight on. She dies. Yep. And he survives, but his foot is pinned
2: because mm-hmm.
0: it hits her and his left foot. Yep. Yeah. And he's like seeing her that the dash has caved in her yeah. chest. But the thing that bothers him so much as a child is seeing all the glass on his mother's mm-hmm. face. And, and he can't reach it. To he get it can't off. reach it to get it off. And he just is stuck seeing that. Yeah. And he from that moment does not speak until right. Sadie. Until he meets, him. yeah.
1: It's very sad. It's very sad.
0: And Ellie's just trying to cheer us up. <laughs> she just came out and shook her tail at us.
1: It's not so sad when you're.
0: <laughs> um, and then so so that's his story. Yeah. Okay. Back to
1: oh, but we didn't even get to when Anna Lee was in high school. She dated a son of a studio guy. And he was somehow able to get from his place in like Bel Air to her place in East in Koreatown mm-hmm. um, in like ten minutes. And she's like, "I have no idea what, how he did that." And then the guy who the host of her game show is like, "Oh, there's secret tunnels mm-hmm. in um, there's secret tunnels in L.A. that get you from one place to another."
0: Yeah, and he found one later. Sam one. supposedly. We don't know. I mean, he sees it and he, he goes sees on, it, it. and
1: then the book and the chapter ends, so we yeah. don't get to find out. Do you think there really are? No. <laughs> no.
0: I've seen every square inch of Los Angeles. I haven't seen one. I
1: don't think. There are like
0: people old are, tunnels, but people don't drive in them. They're like closed off.
1: Yeah. And I don't think that people are that good at keeping secrets in this city. Yeah. Like if you told me that there's like a secret um, like blood facial that they do, <laughs> I would believe that. Yeah, But, I but don't- to keep the secret of traffic? Traffic. No. No. The secret to traffic is to take a helicopter. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. Just be succession <laughs> rich. Take a helicopter. Take a heli. Um, but the sign that he sees, it's like three dots, like yeah. in a triangle shape. Right. So when this character makes these portals, they're signified with, with these three like three dots. dots. Yeah. So like to us, we're like, oh, that's.
1: Yeah. There's a few signs. Also, Dr. Daulis has to have an amputation.
0: Yeah. Her hand. Her
1: hand. Um. There's other things I can't remember all. Me neither.
0: But also at that point, too, I like that we don't really know what each character knows. Right. So to me, I was like, oh, they're playing again. Yeah. Mm -mm. We find out that he has made this game for her. Yep. This widely released, widely played game. Yep. He has made basically as a love letter Mm -hmm. to her because he knew that she would play, and it's kind of double-sided, right? Like he he knows that's what she needs. Right. Because those kinds of games, she was talking about how she loves Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. She played Oregon Trail growing up. So it's like a mix of those two. Yep. And she needs comfort somewhere. Yes. But he also knows she'll talk to him and mm-hmm. hang out with him. Yep. If she doesn't know who he is through this game. Yep. So she eventually is like Sam and Dr. D- oh, and Dr. Diddle's asked to marry her. Yep. They get married, but he's or, but she's like, Oh, like we can still live separately, and like you yeah, can yeah, well life. And they
1: they have the, they raise the baby together,
0: yes, and they name the baby LQ LQ, which is short for like Latin for like fifth game.
1: Yeah, but they don't igno- That's part of the big reveal.
0: Yeah, she doesn't. No one says anything about it. Yeah. So then she puts all her affairs in order before she leaves the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and part of this game, which I think is a cool thing, I don't know that any games yeah. do this. That it's so it's like a an mm. Wait, how was it? MMORPG. MMORPG. So it's this whole world and that when you leave, you can like do a will and have a death and have your character really and their life really end within the game Mm -hmm. versus you just disappear. So she she lets her child just swim
0: around at the edge of the the sea and explore Mm -hmm. because she's like, he won't die. He's not real. And... Well, even if
1: he were real, he wouldn't die because it's a game. Yeah.
0: And then, what else does she do?
1: She uh leaves her things to people. That's right. And then she gets a gravesite. Mm-hmm. And
0: then, doesn't she say died of dysentery? Mm-hmm. And then... And, and, and we then, jump forward like five years. Yeah, and they're not speaking. Mm-hmm. But they encounter each other where? Uh, Someone wants to make a third Chico. That's right, this French developer.
1: Wants to make a third Chico and that- has all these ideas. So they do go to a pitch together.
0: And afterwards... They're like, I don't know, like, could be cool to, like, let her do it. She's like, they play the demo together. Mm-hmm. That's right. They they play the demo together and they're like, it's pretty good. Yeah. Maybe this would be a good person to let do this. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have to. Um,
1: oh, and she has taken it. She essentially gets Dove's old job. And so she has, she now works in Cambridge. Um, literally teaching his class. Yeah. She's teaching the MIT game design class now. And, and she uh, likes it. Yeah. She likes it fine. She's got a five year old kid. She likes her kid.
0: Yeah. Uh, but he's like, You need to be making games. You're too much of a genius. You love doing it. Yeah. And she's like, Well, I'm still like doing it here and there. Yeah. And she mentions that she's got done some freelance mm-hmm. for that for girl, for Hannah. And um and they're about to like say goodbye to each other. And he's like watching her walk away. And he's just like, oh, I guess we're just like not gonna talk stuff. Yeah. Uh and he kinda wants to make a new game with her, but doesn't really say anything. Right. And then she says, hey, do you still game? And he's like, yeah. And she gives him a
1: gives him a USB drive.
0: She's like, I've been working on this game. And wait, what's it named? She writes
1: a six game on it. Yeah,
0: six game on it. So it's like acknowledging the relationship they had in the yeah. game in Pioneertown. And uh, and that's how the book ends. Yeah, I literally read that, closed it, and I just did one little sob. Yeah. <laughs> <I> went- <laughs> It was so, it's so sweet, beautiful. And mm-hmm. it made something so, such a small story, so wide sweeping yes. and epic. Okay. And
1: we skipped a part and I know we ha- can't talk about every little thing that happened. Okay. But, no, but. But we, because it, it isn't that they didn't speak for five years. They didn't speak for a while. She, she moved to Cambridge and then Dong dies. The grandfather. That's right. So. From cancer. From cancer. And uh, she finds out. And so he's very sad. And then she, she, goes the, and she goes to the funeral. You know, and occur. then uh, the grandfather left her the Donkey Kong machine. So she right. he also calls to like make sure that that, that can get. Yes. So they, d- he, she does show up for him.
0: It's also really interesting that it it often takes outside forces to push these people together. Yes. But once they get together, they're like glue.
1: Yeah. And they know each other so well. It was just. Oh, also, I don't know that he's fully asexual. But it's close. But it's close. I mean, we do, he does have a a girlfriend for a little while but the way he talks about sex is not as someone who desires it.
0: No. He doesn't really. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And, and-, mm-hmm.
1: and also, I think makes sense for why he isn't, why it's so, it, it really doesn't get in the way of his friendship with Sadie. No. He can love her so deeply and so really and so intimately but like, He's not. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's ever pictured her naked.
0: Well, and that's the thing too, right? Like where she she doesn't she ask him at one point, she's like, How come we never got together? And he's like, We are. Yeah. And she's like, Yeah, but like like with sex and all that. And he's like, But like we make games together. This is better. This is better.
1: And then later he says, I always thought the reason we didn't get together because he thought I was ugly. And she's like, No. (laughs) (laughs) No, you dumbass.
0: I know. And he has like all of those hang ups about his Uh, Foot and Mm -hmm. then later he admits that he was scared to get his foot amputated, and that's like, uh, like a little line off page. Like, "Mm." it was such a beautiful story, and like, I it it really makes you feel like these people are real and that you're so lucky to have been able to observe. Yes, their relationships, and it made me like feel so grateful for the people in my life Mm -hmm. too, and like for my friends, and and like for you, and for for it, it just, I was like. That feeling, I feel so and I don't like using the word blessed because I love Satan. Yeah. But like Satan could bless you. Satan could bless me. Um, but like I do feel so like lucky mm-hmm. to feel that kind of feeling with you guys. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like it does feel like I was like, wow, that scene that is so beautiful and it highlights what I have. Yeah. In my life.
1: Well and and it was one of the things—the blurb of like this is a love story, but not the kind of love story that you typically see—and it's totally true. Yes, it's a different kind of love story. Yeah, it's not necessarily bad romantic love. I mean, the romantic love that's in it is sweet, but then he gets freaking gunned down.
0: Yeah, dude, he gets annihilated. I was so sad
1: that
2: Mark dies. Was so
0: sad. Of course, Mark dies though. I know. Oh,
1: you such a good guy.
0: And I love too that like. You know how sometimes in books, like, a character dies and then people kind of get over it? Yeah. No one's over no it. No one's over it. It. Ever. Ever.
1: For the rest Ever. of their lives. Ugh.
0: What a special story. I hope that you guys read this book.
1: Yeah, I really recommend it. I, I want to read other Gabrielle Zevin.
0: Me okay. too. I saw it. was, like, from the author that brought you, blah, blah. I was like, I'm writing that down.
1: Yeah, I'll get on that. Um, I will say it isn't hardback right now. It is. but
0: It is worth it. I'm usually I also a got it on girl, Kindle. But
1: you can get it on Kindle. You can get it from the library.
0: Yeah. I am
1: also a paperback girl just because heavy I Heavy like and and I dust jackets can be pretty and the dust jacket on this is gorgeous gorgeous but a little annoying 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 it as it shit first thing
0: I usually take it off too because like I can't it's it's flippity floppity I'm like I can't can't deal with it it's sliding it's going up it's and going it's down
1: for like the first 10% but you can't keep
0: going mm-hmm. and then the last and the last 10%, 10%. but yeah. the middle I'm not gonna do that yeah you're in trouble are you joking I mean,
1: um <laughs> if you were
0: insane if you were insane uh but thank you Ryan for talking with me. Of course, this was so so good. For over 2 hours about oh this special special book. It I feel changed after having read it. Yes.
1: It a, it's a, it, and I I reread it uh this week and so I feel a newly re, newly changed. <laughs> yeah. Um thank you so much Ryan for of coming course. on. Do you have anything you'd like to plug in where can people find you online? Uh people can find me at Armogi on social platforms and then uh give same day shipping a listen. Uh we geek out about real love and fake relationships.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We do. It is it's it's a good podcast, you guys. Listen to it. Um follow Ryan on everything. Thank you so much everybody for listening. We really, really appreciate you. Uh a very special shout out to our Patreon Patreon? Okay. Patreon uh producers who give at the fifteen dollar a month level. Thank you, Adam Halwitz, Amanda K., Amy T., Ann Dwyer, Caitlin L., Carrie Ham, Charlie B., Courtney McPhail, Danielle Mana, Danny B., Drew Oranis, Ellie Lagos, Emma, Emma M., Aaron B., Gabriela Santiago, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Hannah L., Jason H., Jeremy Kronk, Jeremy Goodfellow, and Marco Pavlicich, Jesse T., Jessica Smith-Harper, Jessica U, Jonathan Venable, Kat Miller, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N, Coy, Landry Desmond, Laring Wynn, Laura Hooper, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Yunus, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Noor Orion, Rachel C, Rashad Black, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Robert F, Rogue Kalahua, Sasha Gibson, Shannon P, Sylvie T., Victoria Beck and Whitney Eve. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Um, and if you want to help out the show, uh, leave a review on wherever you, you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you want to get involved on Patreon, patreon.com slash creeps. We've got a lot of really cool stuff on there for you. Lindsay's still joining me for the uh, outside genre episodes and the uh, uh, public, doma- public domain episodes and minisodes. Uh, this month, we are covering um, My Heart is a Chainsaw which uh, has been kind of talked about in uh, adult horror circles, and it is great, and I'm really excited to release that. So uh, check that out. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you again, Ryan. Uh, We will see you guys next time. Until then, keep it creepy. Forever (coughs) Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. (coughs) Executive (coughs) produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai,